Hello, fellows. Welcome to Dragons Oh My. My name is Dallas Matson. I'm your DM. My pronouns are he, him. Tonight we have Lindsay Bell. Hi, I'm Lindsay, and I'm playing Fern Botanica. My pronouns are she, her, and Fern's pronouns are also she, her. All right. We also have Shiloh Trigg. Uh, yeah, Shiloh Trigg. Uh, my character's name is Mudboy. We are he, him pronouns. We also have uh, Corey. Uh, I have Giyu Otum. Pronouns he, him as well for me, too. I'm Corey. Don't forget Jacob. Hi, my name is Jacob. I'm going to be playing Cad Warden Chillbreaker. He's a dwarf warlock. Both of us use pronouns. And last but not least, Jan. Ahoy! My name is Jan. I use he, him pronouns. And I shall be playing as Snarky Pippins. Also using EM pronouns. All right, and uh, let's get ready to rumble. So I did not get a chance to uh, run through everything, so I'll be honest, I don't have inspiration points to hand out to you guys. So I think I'm just going to give everybody two as like a base note, and then we'll circle back around once I figured out what the hell is going on. So everybody can add two to your inspiration points. Don't forget that last time I upgraded it so that instead of holding five, you can hold ten. So if anybody actually remembers what happens and would like to give a recap, you feel free. Otherwise, I've got a general idea. I don't. That's fine. Okay. If people start jogging my memory, I'll get get more ideas. Okay. Well, um, basically, what happened last time is I clarified a little bit more about this creature that you've kind of befriended, this body-snatching spider, if you will. I explained that a bit more before you guys finished heading back into town. You guys acquired some magic building wood, quote unquote, and uh, it's going to give you guys the ability to like upgrade and furnish your nightcap tap room as much as you want. Um, You guys made your way to the Axholm mission on the way you guys kind of talked about what the, the bar itself looked like, but you guys... Aside from having mushroom based into the whole thing, uh, hadn't explained much more than that. But you guys got to Axholm without any problems. When you appeared, you guys headed down the narrow hallway, blocked by the barricade of the door, and Mudboy slipped through the grates to the right that would be used for arrow slits and ballistas. And he was making his way in before the majority of the crowd outside got impatient and worried about him and tried to break in the front door, cleverly using a weapon to pull up the barricade bar on the other side of it. However, that barricade fell onto the ground, clattering, causing a huge commotion, causing a number of ghouls to come pouring out of the doors. You guys had a miraculous battle involving, and this is something I'm going to have to fix, we used two spike growths at the same time, and like you can each have your own spike growth up, but there wouldn't be double damage for overlapping spike growths like I had given you in the first time. So you may have finished off the enemies in the room a little bit quicker than you should have. But nonetheless, it was getting to the end of the night. We called it, and I gave you guys the rest of the the gear from the place, which you guys have yet to disperse out. But that is where you guys are at. You guys are just leaving Axholm. Assumedly, you'd want to at least stop by Fandolin to let them know that Axholm has been secured for them. Otherwise, you guys can head to either one of the missions, which one was for uh, the Woodland Mance, and one was for 
dragon borrow to get a dragon slaying sword. Yeah, we uh, decided that we were going to do them in order because that was the most beneficial to the to the community and the entire sequence of events. Yeah. So you guys, would you guys like to swing by Fandolin and let them know, or do you guys want to? Just first head thing, straight there. First thing I'm going to do is I'm going to cusp that uh, platinum uh, amulet. And I'm going to claim this for myself unless anybody has anything to say about it. Uh, if you guys look into the loot channel, you guys will see that I added a couple of items. The platinum amulet has a gold chain and it is the holy symbol of Moradin, which is a dwarven god of creation. Um, and it is a holy symbol, which... I don't think you can technically use Cad Warden, but I no, understand a, the the dopeness of the chain is something you'd like. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a clerical thing, and I ain't a cleric, but you know, it's still precious, worth a lot yeah. of a, a lot of money and worth. Yes, to absolutely. Me culturally. Yeah, but there is also the Dread Helm and the Gauntlets of Ogre Power. The Dread Helm is literally just like a skin. I swear to Christ, it doesn't require attunement, and it just makes your eyes glow red when you're wearing it. So that's a fun, like, skin somebody could add to their character. Literally doesn't do anything else. But I I might give you an advantage on, like, intimidation checks if, like, in the middle of a conversation you activate its power or something. It's a cool little Um, thing. Otherwise, we can always pawn it if we don't want it for anything. Yes, exactly. And then there's also the gauntlets of ogre power. Which Um, are really strong. I don't need them, but if nobody else want it, then I, I'll take them because I think it would be cool. Anyway, you guys have some things. Whoever wants the gauntlets, feel free. Don't forget, um, you guys all have your Christmas items at the very least. I think I can see people's alignments. Is that right? Uh, you can tell whether somebody's naughty or nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're, they're minor items. Anyway. Uh, I have a once per day second level thunder wave or no it's twice per day thunder wave if they don't believe in santa yes i mean it's a really subjective condition because what if they've never been exposed to santa before oh you know? yeah exactly exactly like, what if it's a plant like plants don't have belief now that's a good question uh well all creatures are in saint nick's eyes equal you know so. <laughs> he's painting about like jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, Jacob. I didn't think this far ahead. Uh, anyway, so you guys are making your way back. Would you guys like to stop at Fandolin and let them know? Uh, yes, we will. Uh, if, assuming that the location is uh, along the way. Yeah, basically you need to head north from your current situation in order to head to Dragon's Borough. And on that way is Fandolin. So you can just kind of pop in on the trail and just let people know we can drop off the quest at the mayor's office and just quickly collect that bounty and also like you know let everyone know that we have a new evacuation site that's been cleared for them yes exactly and let me see where this dragon oh fuck guys okay so you guys roll up to fandolin and as you guys march your way it it takes you the better part of a day but you guys basically Mm -hmm. have been traveling Mm -hmm. through the night so when you guys show up it's 11 or 12 as you come across Fandolin. And as you guys get to Fandolin, there is 
an extreme chill that comes into the air. You hear screeching in the sky. Somebody runs out of the nightcap tap room on top of Nugget and looks around and you see a thickness within the clouds that seems to be shadowed a bit more than the rest. And the snow seems to be appearing a bit thicker in that vicinity. And that is encroaching you as you are pulling up to the city, as you guys are making your way out of the the spread of this snow, comes out a white dragon. Roll initiative, fellas. And my love. Holy shit. <laughs> 19 for Mud Boy. Okay. Six for Fern. So if no one's going to contest that, I'm going to add Gauntlets of Ogre Power. <laughs> yeah, you guys would have had time to attune to the item. So we got Mud Boy and Fern. What else we got? Snarky's got an eight. Okay. Uh, 14. So we're going to say Giyu is in the middle of a meditation in the nightcap tap room, and you guys are so involved with this dragon right now that nobody has the time to go like break him from his trance. So he may come out once he hears some commotion, quote unquote, when he arrives. But other than that, it's just going to be the four of you dealing with this. Okay, so first things first, this dragon is swooping in towards the town. And as it goes swooping out of this cloud with snow billowing behind it, it swoops towards you guys and starts grasping at the turtle you guys are riding it is Mudboy's turn this oh, thing shit. is coming at you guys full sprint very close to attacking you guys i'll, I'll say it is 60 feet away i'm gonna use my bonus action to tell if he's not here nice Ooh, there you go goggles. <laughs> see if it's all some big misunderstanding <laughs> i know the answer okay uh chaotic evil it, he just he just doing wrong because he wants to do wrong. He's got no yeah. rhyme or reason. He is on the no. naughty list. No rhyme or reason. No, what? Why? What is that? Rhyme. R i m e means frost. Oh, you're right. That is good. I yeah. Sorry. No, that was good pun. I'm just not smart enough for it. Uh, <laughs> so. So yes, you know now that this thing is definitely on the naughty list. Chaotically on the naughty list, some would say. Uh, we're going to sling two of those magical arrows at it. See how that goes. All right. This guy's evil, everybody. He's a bad dragon. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping that in there. I'm keeping that in there. It's sort of like I checked one another when he said that. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, Which this one is of good. those are fucking perverts? Yeah, we're just looking around the table. Anybody recognize that? And we're not. No? Okay. Yeah, me either. It does not. Is that for both hits? No, the other one was worse. Okay. I do have five inspiration. Four. Best time to use it. This could be your time to do the number five roll where you just sacrifice them all and best case scenario for this dragon hit. From a hit from the dragon, best case. I don't know what that means, but. um, Yeah, exactly. I'm going to go ahead and just go ball busters. Five. That's it. I'm down to zero. Uh huh. All right. So as this thing is swooping in, it hasn't had time to rear its ice breath. It is just starting to coalesce in its throat as you loose an arrow using your dryad's bow. As this thing is swooping over the tree, limbs come leaping from these trees in order to assist you. And they come sliding not from where you are shooting from, but from behind this thing. It gives you a flanking advantage, and you are able to shoot this thing in the armpit of its wing. As its wings are full sprout, an arrow 
not just one, but two come slamming into its armpit. And these are large chunks of wood that get slammed into there. And as he brings his wings down to fly again, he jabs it further into his ribs and it throws him off kilter and he is no longer swooping at your vessel. He is beginning to turn slightly. That was a grandiose shot. Why don't you give me double damage for one and then regular damage for another? That's 20 damage. So yeah, you hit this thing in the armpit and it stops its ice breath as it turns to the side. And like I said, it is beginning to fly away, but it is still within range. Cad Warden, it is your turn. Yeah, I will uh, throw up my pickaxe and encant a hex on it using my bonus action as uh, they start rotating around. And then uh, once it is hexed, I'm going to give it disadvantage on constitution saving throws. I'm going to hit it with two Eldritch Blasts. Okay, yeah, absolutely. You hit this thing. It takes 10. 10 damage. And then another 14, 24, plus... It takes a... Oh, those are shitty! 2d6 and I rolled two ones? Fuck me. Nice. Okay. okay so t- no, so bad, 26, bad opposite 26, nice. So 26 total. <laughs> yes, 26 total points of damage. Okay. You guys are slapping this thing hard. I'm snarky. It is your turn, my boy. I'm going to use my moonbeam. It's a con save, which I luckily just gave a disadvantage. Oh, on. damn. Okay. Fuck yeah. And what's your spell save DC? Spell save DC. Ooh, it was a 19 like for the top one, but a 15 generous. for the second one. So plus my uh, con, which is plus seven. So yeah, I got a 22 to save Ooh. against that. <laughs> he succeeds. So yeah. I succeed. I am assuming I still take half damage. Yeah. Uh, six damage. All right. Can I use my bonus action to ready up some magic uh, stonies? Yeah, do that. It is now Fern's turn, my love. Uh, so I was wanting to use my Red Rider BB gun to try and blind the dragon. Hell yeah. I love that. Okay. Uh, let's, let's do this. Seven to hit. Seven total. What do I add to it? Uh, just your regular to hit, so like oh. a plus six or something. Yeah, then thirteen. Then. That does not hit. You also have inspiration if you wanted to use it. Otherwise, you just yeah. Want to use an inspiration? I'm almost like capped out. So I got sixteen. Sixteen plus your thing. Yeah. Okay, so you got like a twenty-two. So yeah, that definitely hits. As this thing is flying away and dealing with its ribs, it rears its head left and right as it's pointing its head towards you you rear up your red rider bb gun and you uh aim for its body in general and uh as it does fly towards the sky it hits this thing right in the eye it starts flying down into the ground before rearing back up just before running into some trees. It is in the sky. It turns towards you guys and it blasts a ice breath at you. I need each person to make a constitution saving throw. Fuck yes, Cat Warden. 21. All right, you pass. Ooh, but I'd still half damage, and this is a breath weapon, so. Ooh. I didn't do good. Pinky rolled 18. Okay, you pass. What did you get, uh, Mud boy? Six. Okay, you failed. Well, I'm gonna cast absorb element. Oh, okay. So what about to... my love? What you what you got, my love? Well, I got four. Can I use an inspiration to reroll for this too? You can. Okay, I'm gonna do that. Oh, I only got six. Yeah. <laughs> well. Question. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, she could use another. How one, many? But... Yeah. How many more do you have, sister? Seven. If I gave Lindsay all four of mine, could she burn one for the optimal outcome? She she has enough right now to deal it. Uh, I don't mind. Oh, I appreciate that, Jake. Um, but I actually was intending to try and use up as many of my points this sesh. Because got a lot more than I intended, so I'm happy to use my own. Okay. Thank so you. So you're though. gonna? Are you gonna use all five, or are you gonna roll again? I'm just gonna roll again. Okay. All right. I got twenty. All right. So you succeed. So the only one who gets hit for all of this is mud boy uh he's he's also taking half because he's casting absorb elements oh, as his reaction cool so half of 45 is 22 so everybody takes 22 damage <laughs> anyway you guys having hurt this thing and it having to fly away it really did that as a defensive measure and as soon as it does that it flies away in the distance it leaving Fandolin and you guys alone you guys succeeded in scaring away the white dragon cryovane for the first time. Um, oh, thank God. Yeah, you guys did fantastic. I want a hot feel, bath. Feel free to uh, yeah talk about what's going on right now in your heads. Um, Jesus fucking Christ. Let's uh, get that longsword as soon as possible. My boy wants to deal a fair person. amount of damage to the thing, and you guys just basically feel like you made it. Like, uh, this isn't worth it. <laughs> we, we all expertly got uh, measures against that thing, and it still nearly obliterated us. <laughs> one attack on all of you guys. One attack, uh, and we're all looking haggard and dead. Yeah. I know this because I'm the well, I'm the thickest skinned of us all. I shouldn't say the strongest. <laughs> I mean, now I'm the strongest. Fucking gloves, but <laughs> so yeah, you guys um, get just to the edge of the town where you guys left uh, the nightcap tap room before. You guys have Nugget dig itself into a little uh, protected space, but this time you make sure that it puts the tap room next to the woods so that it is less in view. You find a good reasonable amount of trees in one area and you set it there so that it's not out in plain view. But you guys still walk your way back to Fandolin. I'm assuming you guys are taking your card, so it takes a little less time. But you guys arrive to Fandolin and you show up to Townmaster Harbin's door. Um, I'm assuming there's a bit of a knock, knock, knock situation. And what are you guys, what are you guys doing? Uh, wait, Townmaster, two things. Are you, are yeah. you home? Okay, yeah, of course you're home. You never leave the fucking You're not place. the dragon, right? No. I heard that the there was just an attack. I, I swear to God, if you're the dragon. <laughs> I fucking hate this dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, I... Uh, um. I assure you, we are still not the dragon, but I think All you'll right. be pleased to know that we are the ones that drove it back pretty easily, mind you. Even it's pretty great. Well, yeah, we did well. That's that's wonderful. I'm I'm so glad to hear that. I literally my bucket was full, and to be honest, it's been a while since I've done my laundry. But I literally pissed my pants when I when I heard the dragon was nearby. I it's gonna take me a while to get these clean because again, I I don't leave my house. Um, was this and, like it before the dragon, or is it only like the dragon has instigated this for you? Me, li me living in here? Oh, yeah, it's just the dragon. Before, I was really involved in the community. Can I insight check that just by voice alone? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been like, is this guy bullshitting me? Uh, fuck it, I'll burn one to reroll that. All right. 16? All right, yeah, you, you think, like, he's probably helped the community, but from afar like he's net he never lifted a single finger to get this city built but his name is behind the whole thing like and it's it's also like a family thing it's not even like 
him that did all the things for the city. It's just like family name. That's just as much as his brother that was at the loggers camp. He never logged in his life. Uh, he just ran the logging company. You know, like he did the logistics and the paperwork and hired people. Like he is not on the ground floor of his business kind of deal. Mm. But he believes he's done real good from his point of power. Right. Anyway, uh, we wanted to stop on by and let you know the axe horn has been cleared up. You've oh my god, that's it. so great! Yeah, everything's clear. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that is absolutely wonderful. Um, will will you swing by the tavern? Have them put up new flyers saying "pack up" and we're gonna leave. Okay, yeah, that's no problem. All right, here I'll give you your your gold for clearing that out. And he starts pushing out a single One, coin. Two. two. Three and this, you guys sit there for a while. He's getting really fast at counting, though. He's like one, two, three, four, five, and they're this time they're coming out like like hockey puck on a air hockey table. They're just <laughs> zoom, 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 because he's ready to get out of here and be protected by this uh, axe home that you guys just cleared out. He's got to get people there, and then he's got to get a carriage from there to axe home. So he's ready. So yeah, he pays you remarkably quick. Um, and again, just asks that you swing by the tavern and a couple of other places you across mean, town. Remarkably to... quick, considering how he was attempting to do it, because huh? I think that's still a long time. Oh yeah, no, it's still a long time. He's just yeah. he's doing it fast. You know what I mean? Before it was very meticulous and like thought out. This time he's just all right. I'm a as much as he can. He's pouring the money into your hands. It's still a good twenty minutes. You guys get 250 gold pieces, which is why it still takes a long time. Um, (laughs) But you guys have let him know. You guys start making your way to the different places. As you guys are making your travels across town, people are stopping you and saying, "Is is it true? We've got a place to stay that's safe? The dragons scared the crap out of all of us. They cursed a lot. Uh, a bunch of swears. They're a bunch of swears. Even the children said, oh, fuck. Uh, the oh, dragon. fuck there, bud. There's a fucking... <laughs> there's a big white thing. Like a new word. Thing's a fucking <laughs> poser. But you guys are able to let everybody know. And as you guys are, you know, finishing up at the last store in town, everybody in the town starts like shutting down shop, grabbing all of their stuff, putting their children into their house so they can start clearing their rooms as well. And as you guys walk away from Fandolin, you realize maybe this is the last time you'll see people in here for a while until you deal with the dragon. And you guys make your way as the town begins packing up and getting ready to leave to Axholm. As you guys leave Fandolin and you look back, not not with sadness, but with wonder and worry for what lies ahead for the people of Fandolin. You make your way northwest following the high road. You get close to your destination, but it takes you several days to do so. As you guys are making these several days, you guys realize, you know, this is as good a time as any uh, to set up your guys' rooms. So you guys are, you know, you guys are pulling out the magical wood that you have and you're slapping it against the walls of the the nightcap tap rooms, bar room, and you guys are making whole new rooms and they are coming to life by your dreams. How, let's do this based off the last initiative. Mudboy, what's your room look like? You know how Patrick houses is in SpongeBob? Just a hole under a rock. I pull a rock away from the wall and then I get up in there and then I slam it shut on myself. 
Okay, yeah. so it's just a room with a rock with a not, it's not a like room. Just a... It's just the wall has a rock against it, and I hide behind it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh huh. It's, really... it's got a hole in the wall shaped like my body. Okay, I like yeah. it. Just a, entirely just a sleeping chamber. No room mm-hmm. for activities. I go roam around in the mud there, but you guys don't know that. All right. <laughs> uh, love it. Uh, Cad Warden, what does your room look like? Um, Cad Warden's room is relatively spartan. Um, th- these are like our own little pocket spaces inside the tap yep. room. Or... Basically, there's a, a set of stairs that lead from the bar upstairs, and there is going to be several rooms for you guys. And if you guys really want to focus on having like guests and stuff like that, you guys could make guest rooms as well. But right now, I figured just focusing on your own rooms. So yeah, okay. a little pocket pocket dimension of your own. Sure, uh, Cad's room full is, of acorns. Is, uh, perfectly cubic in every dimension. It's like ten <laughs> feet by ten feet by ten feet. Um, oh, okay. It has like a cool. Spartan uh, dwarvish deco on uh, each one of the walls, and even the bed is like a stone slab with like a interesting just like a pillow. <laughs> There's not like yeah. a mattress. Yeah. Um, there's like a, a half of a barrel that's just loaded oh. with red clay. Um, okay. And a, and a stone working table with like several pieces of uh, marble that have been like chipped away and chiseled at various points of completion. And that's it. Aside from just like the uh, essential sundries that you would have keeping your room yeah. together. No, I love that. Okay. Snarky, what, what's your room look like? Uh, I just want to clarify. Are the rooms of infinite size? Or are these like limited? Basically. Yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to live in your imagination. Suitcase. It's a sandbox. You make a room. Oh, okay. It's, There's another uh, alternate. He's got a pocket dimension inside of him. Of sorts. Right. Compression yeah. magic. In that case, my room is it's a, a basketball it's stadium. You guys are actually going to go with like an ice rink in size. Oh, but, there you go. Um, it has like a Japanese pagoda inside of it, but it's inverted okay. 180 degrees and actually hangs off of the roof. And if oh. you go inside, the layout is still like, you know, some some stuff has to be upside down, but it's it's usable. Yeah, it's, mind, it's a total mind fuck. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah. Fucking, uh, Escher? Sorry. Yeah, Escher. Escher. Oh, yeah. Yeah. MC, Escher. Yeah. MC, yes. Like that, <laughs> but if he was a little Japanese boy. Gotcha. 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 <laughs> um, hello, Corey. Um, it's nice yeah. to see you. Let me get ferns real quick, and then I'm just letting you know what's Absolutely. going on. We're just uh, explaining what your guys' rooms are looking like. Um gotcha. So, Fern, my love, what does your room look like? Um, Fern's room looks really like uh, lots of nature going on. Probably a lot of, like, viney plant on, along the walls. Yeah. And, like, some fairy lights mixed in there. Nice. Yeah. Uh, you see, like, like uh, vining plants going from, like, one corner of the room and they're trellised all the way across the room to the other side. And you got, like, a hanging bed. But it's made out of like a living tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, like <laughs> I love that shit. Like uh, the the webbed mycelium. Yes. Oh yeah, you're also mushroom too. So yeah, fuck. Yeah, it, there's it's very mushroom based. Mushroom decor and all of her of shelves them, are mushrooms. Yeah, I, I like that. And then she has like a, a desk that's like really messy with lots of different notes kind of strewn all over the place. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. that is wonderful. Well, expanded from my room. <laughs> um snarky it is or not snarky you've already done Mm -hmm. your room sorry um i'll go again (laughs) can i can i make Uh, a guess uh before he even says it is it like um a giant gymnasium (laughs) with two flanking 
uh, podiums and a pyramid <laughs> off to the side. Which is like a bed somewhere off to the side. Uh, it's like yeah, really Giyu, big what is, counters what both is your... stacked at 8,000. Yeah. Uh, you what does your room look like? So, it basically looks like a game room. Okay, so TV yeah. with a bunch There's of a video of games and board games. It's mostly board games and card games. Yeah. There's a couple I of puzzles that. and that kind of Any particular card games? <laughs> Any particular card games? Magic uh, I think there's one. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I love it. Alright. But everything's kind of just like on all the walls of the rooms. Is like It, it kind of looks like a hieroglyphics written everywhere oh, and then it's it's ooh. vaulted ceilings that go all up to one point so it looks like you're inside a pyramid oh there it is there okay. you go i love it all right yes so as you guys finished up the the finishing touches in your room and uh oddly no you... bed, though no really yeah it's just all <laughs> game tables yeah really so on the game table yeah the table the tables come together to make a uh, hard bed and you just sleep on it uh no there's there's like a lazy boy in front of the tv that has the video games and that's where you <laughs> you fall asleep there no um it's like a beanbag yeah <laughs> even better um, this room would be complete if my grandpa was here oh, oh that's uh... heartbreaking uh but yeah so you guys are finishing up the touches you know uh here and there and Giyu invites you in for a game night. You guys are all laughing and having a good time as you guys start riding up to Dragon's Barrow. Do you guys ride all the way up to where you think this thing is supposed to be? Or do you guys set the nightcap tap room down somewhere and make some travels have further we... on foot or with your carriage? Is there a description that we would have gotten of what the burrow looks like? Is it like one of those... Um... It is supposed to be a mound, and it's supposed to be basically in between Fandolin and Neverwinter. I'm just off to the side of the Neverwinter wood. You guys got some extra details that were like more... They talked more about it and how it was supposed to be this huge mound with, with spikes on the top of it. It's the size of a dragon, and so everyone believes that that's the dragon's body rotten. So they tell you some tales about that, but for the most part, you're just f following your instinct to a certain extent. Like the town master had a point on the map in the tavern. You know what I mean? Like, cause they've got like a world map at the tavern, just like every Poke Center does. And you're able to like see where you're at on the map. And like, you can see on there is a little, little tack that points where about the mission is requesting you to go, but it's, it's going to take you a little bit of time to figure out just where questions. Do you guys want to just go to where you think it's going to be and stop there? Or do you guys want to take your carriage to go a little bit more discreetly. We can just mosey right up. It's an open space, yeah? Yeah, there's some trees and there's hills and stuff like that, but it's not, it's not a deep forest like the Neverwinter Wood. And you guys have been following the main road of the, it's literally called the High Road. And there's some like deeper valleys and some hills and stuff like that. If you guys want to walk right up to it, I would say you can see off to the side there is... A large hill it is about the the shape of a dragon and so you assume you're getting close at this point i'll have you guys get off now 
You guys can take your carriage. You guys have noticed that the, the rain had been very strong along with a high wind. As you guys get off of Nugget and have it burrow itself down so it's just the nightcap tap room that's exposed, you take your horse and carriage and you lead your way forward and the, the rain is really persisting. But as you get a little bit closer, the sun peeks over the edge of the tree line and you guys are blessed with a little bit less rain and a warmer temperature. But as you guys get closer a centaur appears in your vision and it kind of flags you down and says hello how are you doing well we're fine what's up hi my my name my name's xanth what are you up to today oh nothing spelunking in the sorts you guys there's a cave around here i haven't found any caves i mean there's these little little pockets that lead to rooms under the the dragon barrow over here but yeah you know that's about there? it you've been in there oh there's some stuff going on there i've just kind of been resting around here for a while but during the night, there's some strange witch-like lights that uh, pop over the hill, mm. and they they sink down on the occasion. But the the hill is obviously haunted by some restless spirits of the dead. Um, I don't. I'm assuming it was from the Battle of the Dragon, but uh, yeah, that's that's not what really worries me. What really worries me is that the fact that the Neverwinter Wood has become overrun with orcs and leagues with these half-orc spellcasters. Uh, they're deep in the forest atop a cave, riddled hill. It's a circle uh, of standing stones that sit atop it, and those half-orcs, they just, they're casting spells all day long. <laughs> it's making everyone uncomfortable. Don't, it's not funny. It's scary. Well, I don't know what they're doing, but they're, you see this rain? It is, it is you terrifying. See this rain? They're, they're it's summertime. It all day long. It's not that supposed to be raining. It's, it's, it's not supposed to be raining. It's summertime. <laughs> That's no good. Anyway, I can I know where they're at. I've seen them summoning up shit on their on their little stone hill and stuff. I've seen them. I can take you guys there. Go to the point real quick. Wouldn't it be more beneficial for us to you know get the plunder here? Because we'll level. Oh, you here. guys are going to Dragon Barrow on purpose then? Yeah. So the reason why is that if you haven't noticed these past few weeks, there's been a uh, a fucking dragon floating well, about, and yeah. we're gonna try to retrieve the longsword from the uh, from the grave, oh. so we can because it's a special dragon killing sword. Okay, that's a good point. We like um, that. I've heard those rumors, but I, I can see why you guys want to. If, if you want, I'll just chill out here. And uh, when you're done, I'll just show you where where the Circle of the Thunder and shit is. Circle of Thunder? Is that a stone? Yeah, it's, they, they got a little circle and they're summoning thunder there all the time. Ah, That's, thanks. again, the rain. Very accurately named. I'm just calling it that. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Should I try and see, maybe try and think up on a situation like this and kind of like observe them from a distance before we just walk up and... At the Dragon's Barrow, there's nothing there. It's just a bunch of ghosts. Um, I was but, talking about magic casters. I thought that's oh weird. yeah, you, that's a good idea. I definitely wouldn't run in there. Uh, but I'll show you them from a distance, and then you, I'm not going in. But I'll I'll show you where they're at. All right, all right. We'll, we'll, we'll slice Hop them up. in. Let's go. Uh, move on. You, so you guys are gonna go into the dragon's barrow then? Okay, here I'll show you. And he kind of walks you further in, 
And you guys are again, you're on your carriage, so you're just going. But he's a he's a centaur, so he's not too worried about like having a problem keeping up with you guys. He just kind of trots alongside the carriage, and he's like, "It's just it's just up ahead." I want to say you guys have been traveling for two days from Fandolin. You guys are going just further in. Somebody roll a D12. We'll see what time of the day it is. Uh, Legit, anyway. First, first one to roll a D12 chooses the time of day. I'm <laughs> rushing. I'm rolling. <laughs> try, try. You're rolling. Six. No, four, four, four. That's a four. Sorry, the Fuck. font is funny. All right. And, yeah, and... so it is four in the afternoon right now. This guy, Xanth, he tells you about these magic casters and the reason we're dealing with the storm <laughs> up ahead and why it looks like it gets thicker in the Neverwinter Woods is because of these half-orcs and orcs that are working together. You guys eventually come to a hill. You guys see a 30-foot high hill. It rises ahead of you, and you guys can tell that the top is too flat to be a natural occurrence. It's jutting out from a grassy hilltop. From its grassy hilltop is a row of 10-foot-tall bone-white rocks that arc towards the stormy sky like outstretched talons. What do you guys do? Are you guys going to search the zone? Real quick, can I make a... Just a blanket insight check. I'm curious if the orcs are actually a problem or if it's some sort of racial thing. Oh, you want to see if this centaur is racist? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or just like I saw some orcs moving through these parts. Uh, Uh, The way he said it. Stinking up the neighborhood. Gotcha. Okay. Well, hey, you never know. You could be right. Uh, question, do you, you, I want you to roll, but I want to know whether you want him to be racist or not. Like, I don't want him to be racist. Okay. Okay. He's he's not racist. Uh, he, he's legitimately worried about like, okay. he, he's, he knows that there's good orcs and good half orcs, but they are working in an evil way. And And you guys know, just as much as you guys have killed any orcs, that they have been displaced from the mountain that they were already lying on, and they've just gone basically further and further. You're not surprised to hear about more orcs doing bad, but you are surprised to hear about, like, magic being used by these orcs. Mm. And and the fact that he's talking about the fact that they're, like, summoning thunderstorms in the middle of the Neverwinter Wood is kind of like a worrying topic to think about. Yeah, maybe they're like Frankenstein was monstering something. They need like electricity. That's way better than what it is. No. (laughs) (laughs) I'm running it down. I'm changing the story. Yeah, changing story. (laughs) Anyway. Yes. So as you guys are walking up to this thing, Xanth tells you, uh, I've been here a while and like seen this place, but again, because of all the ghosts, I just don't tend to be here after it gets dark. And I'm gonna be honest, it's getting kind of dark, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna leave you guys to it. Uh, have fun in there. Wait, it's you four guys... o'clock in the summer. Sun doesn't yeah, set until like nine. Yeah, but they get real angry right about that time, and so I don't. You guys are gonna be in there for a while. I just. I don't want to be, so I'll I'll chill with you guys here for a little bit. But once it gets dark, I'm I'm heading out of here. All right, um, all right. I, I will find you guys afterwards. I'll just be chilling, not too far from here, just far enough, you know. 
yeah, you guys go ahead and do your thing. And he just kind of like steps off to the side and he's like, I'll, I'll even watch your uh, carriage over here. Your horse. And he kind of eyes your horse up and down. But it's, it's not supposed to be this. Never mind. I'm going to delete this out of the recording. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the entire audio just like rewinds. <laughs> yeah all right um so why don't i get everybody to give me an insight check and a perception check one of each perception is a 22 okay big 22 insight check is three perception check is 20 anyway i got 15 on insight natural 20 with a plus four of perception so that's 20 for perception and ugh, 10 for insight yeah, nine for insight. I forgot it was supposed to be both. Okay, Milo, what did you get? Thirteen insight and sixteen perception. Okay, so you guys are walking around, and as you guys are standing up, you guys see like Xanth was not kidding. This thing really does look like a dragon. The hills are fallen in such a place that it really does seem like a large dragon body is covered with earth. But as you guys are following these spines, you realize that they're not actually bone. Even though they are bone white, Fern and Giyu and Snarky all had really high insight checks and they were able to tell that these weren't bones. They are bone white, but they are stones. And they kind of cascade from height from the base of the tail up to where the wings in the back of the the dragon itself would be. As they are looking around, Mudboy and Cad Warden, they realize like there's some air escaping as they walk past and walk around some of these things looking for some sort of secret entrance. You, you guys know you're looking for something out of place. As Mudboy is walking around the center spine. He feels a bit of a draft underneath. He doesn't necessarily think anything of it, but he mentions it out loud. And then Kiyu is like, if there's cold air blowing on you, it's coming from below the ground. You guys all kind of instinctually turn to the center spike. As a group, you come to the conclusion that this is the entrance. You have to figure it out more. You guys can feel a crack. This is where you guys can tell where it's at. This is going to be a quick uh, skill challenge. I'm going to have everybody roll initiative, and we will go from there. As you guys are rolling, I'll kind of explain that a skill challenge allows you to use any one of your skills as long as you can explain why that skill would be applicable. And some people are going to have better skills, but you can also use spells. And again, just tell me how that spell is going to be beneficial. And we'll we'll go from there. Some, some of you guys might want to do an investigation check for descriptions on what's on the outside of it or where the crack is or something like that. But we'll, we'll kind of figure that out as people go. So what is everybody's initiative? Nine. Uh, roll a seven. Mud boy got a five. I got, I got 15. 15. Oh, we you both, both got, 15. got 15. That's. Uh, <laughs> and then we waiting good. for you and you were waiting for me, so it was perfect. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's, that's great. Okay. So hmm. just quick question. Whose dex modifier is higher? Mine's a plus one. Mine's plus two. Yeah. Okay. So then it is Fern's turn first. 
Uh, so Fern, what would you like to do? And again, this is something that's a little bit obscure. You look at your skills, try and pick one of your highest, but tell me how that's going to help you get into what you know is a secret door. You just don't know how to activate it. Hmm. I don't think and, she would try to like, use And uh, this is something to think about. Uh, once one person uses that skill, the next person will not be able to use that skill. Okay. And you said I could use a spell? Yes. Okay. Um, I really don't know. Uh, can can someone else go? Can I like? You, skip? Yeah, you want to skip for one turn? That's fine. I'll I'll let Giyu is. Do you have an idea of what your skills would be useful for to try and figure out this door? Hmm. Oh, and the DC is ten. Just throwing that out there. You just have to beat a ten roll. I guess I'll go with insight, and the explanation for it is like kind of like the heart of the card. Okay. <laughs> so you're trying to figure out like how best to beat this game. Pretty much, it's uh, a puzzle. Yes. So you're walking around, and you can see that oh, fuck. this goes into the ground about six to eight inches, and you can see that there's a crack from where it's been moved. You can tell it's openable. You can also tell that it required something strong to do so. Um, mm. Why don't you give me a roll to see how effective that was to you? That's going to be a uh, 13. All right, so that's one pass. So yeah, you can tell that like this needs to be moved, and from what you can tell, it needs some force to do it. It doesn't seem like there's a lever in place. It was Fern's turn. If you'd like to go, you can. Otherwise, I'll just move down the line and bring you up at last. Yeah, I'd like to be brought up from thinking about some ideas. Okay, then I'm just going to move you to the last. Thank you. Okay, so then it is Caddy's turn. I am going to... Uh... In Dwarven culture, stonework is a hugely uh, practice method of building the structures and safe ways. And, Absolutely. Uh, uh, there are various mechanisms, including like, depressions with levers and passages and things like that. I am going to use uh, history, and because I am a dwarf, I have an ability called stone cunning, which gives me advantage oh, yeah. history checks to remain. Uh, uh, yeah, ascertain stone information. I love yeah. that. Okay, so give me an advantage roll. So I am intentionally rolling this so I can uh, see if I can't find any uh, you know, depressions in the stone, any potential plates, even traps, or if none of those, if there's any weaknesses uh in the integrity of the structure that might be able to be exploited that's with advantage of 14 plus 4 for 18 nice okay so that is another success so looking at this stone like giyu tells you that it's not on a lever giyu's like no there there isn't some other thing like on one of these other stones to press or anything like that whatever it is it is it is localized right here and you're looking at it and you don't see any like hidden pressure plates you don't see any like trap that's connected to it you do see one or two stones that are cracked and you assume that those would be the weakest out of the stones to break if you were to push it and like Giyu said it's about six to eight inches down. So if you can break those two, you will probably have an easier time pushing it out of the way at the very least. So you got some good information out of that. Snarky, what would you like to do? Your friends have basically told you that the best way to do this is to push. Hmm. And there are two stones that could be basically destroyed to make okay. it easier. Could I roll? Can I do perception and check, like, if there's any kind of, like, scuffs, scratches, wear marks of, like, what 
in the environment around this boulder would have been altered in the process of it being open. Yeah. So okay. give me give me a roll for that. Rolling. Anyway, I got an eleven. Okay. So that is a pass, um, which is cool. So what you figured out is that none of these other stones like activate it. But looking at one mm. of the other stones in proportion, you see that there is a slight notch at the top of the big spike that you guys are all looking at and <laughs> a groove on the backside of the spike where the base of the neck would be. Can we get a somebody to pop into tabletop so I can kind of show you guys descriptions of what you're looking at fix that either way while that's happening the the general point is there's the one spike you guys are all looking at and it's got a full ring basically grooved into the top of it and the one off to the west of it has a groove on the west side of it so facing completely away from it there is a groove at the top and it's kind of slanted so you assume somebody tied a rope to the top of the center mast and pulled it with this other one using like pressure and stuff like that hmm. so you've kind of deduced that like a rope would pull it and the direction of this like place where the rope is at is the opposite of the side that um cad warden figured out those couple of loose bricks were at might a grappling hook be of use yeah you guys have gotten one of those before kind of grappling hook. grapple that it is actually your turn now mud boy uh, i would like to use an athletics check but i i don't think that mud boy understands well what he should shove on yet he got that, but um, he wasn't sure no. what to shove. No, so no. Uh, basically, him. from the information you've gotten is that it's it's not mechanical. Um, Cad Warden found mm. loose bricks, and then Snarky Pippins found the point that needs to be pulled rope-wise. So you oh. rolling like athletics or something like that to pull it open is a very feasible thing. Well, so, go ahead and roll then. Yeah, go ahead and okay. give me an athletics check. That's 17. All right, so that's another pass. So, uh, Mudboy, you you throw your grappling hook and you wrap it around the top of the center pole perfectly. And you walk around the one at the base of the neck and you are at the opposite side of it. So you have a good, good line that is taut against that. And so you have a pretty good idea on how you can get this done, but you don't necessarily have enough strength to topple it yourself right now so you've got this rope Ooh. set up um fern it is your turn how do you help mud boy pull this thing down would it be too over the top to turn into a draft horse and not at oh, all i love that draft horse with wild shape oh, and, show me and grab the grab the rope and start okay. Uh, okay so we're gonna hold off on you doing the actual pulling right now but you turn into the horse you get over there you get bridled up um that is brilliant why don't you give me a roll for that and see how secure you are and if you can like if you think you're prepared to pull this because you don't have like a harness on or anything you're literally gonna have to like <laughs> Hold this with your mouth. Mm -hmm. oh. Yeah, that's what I was going to go for. So I would just add strength to my roll. To my roll. Yeah. And let me get an advantage roll because you're doing it as a horse. All right. 18. Nice. Okay, so that's a pass. So you transform into a horse. You walk over. You grab the end of this rope. And you kind of put it around the shoulder of your horse and you start trudging along. You've got a solid pull on this thing and you can feel it starting to give way. 
but it is now Giyu's turn. What you got in mind? <clears throat> it hasn't come down yet, is all I'm saying. Yeah, right. Is there a weak point on this? I could yeah, at this point, the weak point that you know of is the loose bricks. So you can you could smash those with your hand. You could smash them with a lightning bolt or some shit like that. Can I just um, blast them? Absolutely. Give me an attack roll, and we'll consider that your roll for this thing. I got a fifteen. I'm sorry, that does not succeed. So you you blast it, but it just seems to crack more of the brick it is it is still intact but it is now very weak i'm going to give the next person that tries it advantage but you did not pass so i'm putting that as one failure sorry i stole shiloh's idea (laughs) excitement is important yes so that was giyu's turn caddy it is your turn what would you like to do I am a Daolok who specializes with the manipulation of Earth and such. Uh, I would like to see if I can't use the spell Shatter, um, which specializes at uh, destroying stone and such, uh, inorganic matter such as stone, crystal, or metal. Um, and I'm going to try to like set off a sort of a depth charge situation. So I want oh. to just raise my pickaxe above me uh slam into the ground and like have the energy travel in towards the focal point that we're trying to break through and Mm -hmm. have it detonate from the inside okay cool if you're gonna aim kind of near where these weak bricks are and you're going down into the ground where you know this thing is supposed to be locked into place um i'm going to give you advantage on this but it again it's going to be higher go ahead and give me an advantage roll with whatever your attack is for this thing the shattered it is a natural 20 for 27. Damn. Okay. So we're going to count that as two successes. So what happens? He slams his pickaxe down into the ground, into the, the weak point, and sends a concussive blast deep into the earth. And a large explosion happens. And it blasts him, Giyu, and Snarky Pippins back a little bit. But it is outside of the range of Fern and mud boy pulling this rope but when that happens the bottom of this rock just absolutely shatters and the top of this rock that had been grappling hooked and wrapped around this other rock goes flinging into the distance before the grappling hook lets go mud boy and fern go dropping down to the ground because of a lack of resistance and there is a pile of rubble blocking where you guys believe this thing is at the spike is gone, but there is still rubble to be cleared, and you guys are at seven successes. Uh, Snarky, what do you do Yo. with this pile of rubble in front of you? There's one thing I was kind of wondering. Um, Nugget is a turtle, right? Uh, giant turtle, but yes. Giant turtle. Can I turn into Nugget? You can't turn as big as that's for damage. Right. Uh, yeah, but you can turn. You could totally turn into a mini version of him, and I would give you the ability to like dig, 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 dig. It's got to be something other than strength or athletics. What I... would you guys consider this? Because also Lindsay has also like anamorph, but she used strength. Yeah, On? because you're you're not used to the weight of the earth yourself you are just becoming an animal that is capable of doing that let's get a con check from you to see if you personally can withstand the weight of the earth that you're trying to dig up uh so give Uh, me a con check i have zero constitution but i rolled a 14 that does not pass would you like to use one of your inspirations yes 
Okay, fingers crossed. Here we go. Ah, that's a 12. <laughs> okay, so you, st- so you run up to the center. <laughs> you you run up to the center and you start digging in and like you're getting in there. But like as soon as the earth starts covering you up, you start feeling a extreme pressure around your torso and not being accustomed to being in this form. You start panicking like you hyperventilate and you run out of the dirt and so you are hyperventilating as a turtle off to the side and i'm gonna call that a failure i'm sorry sir um <laughs> life goes on <laughs> so that was snarky's mud boy it is your turn you just saw a zaraton in a chibi scale try to dig under the earth and get super panicked what do you do to clear this rubble after you have just kind of fallen with fern after losing grip on this rock why uh didn't shatter get us through what's the blockage now it is rubble so there's just no opening it's it's yeah, the the earth was destroyed and the rock broke free, but like mm-hmm. there is now just a pile of like earth and rubble and stuff like that where, covering where we the way. Where were expecting to see like an, a hole, a passageway? Yeah, you can tell there's like a lower point in the earth okay. where you can assume more earth has fallen down, but right now it's filled with r- bits of rock, uh, bits of earth too. So you guys just have to kind of clear that out. Snarky tried, but got freaked out by the consuming feeling of being covered in earth. How would you, as Mudboy, handle this? You can cast Mold Earth, though, right? No, it's kind of silly, but new. I thought you were Earth Genasi. Yeah, they can. They don't have Mold Earth. What? They don't have it. (laughs) Uh, Water Genasi don't have shape water either. (laughs) I I, I gave you that for for Wade. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I th- yeah, I think that's baloney. Uh, <laughs> I think it's an Earth Genasi. Has it? I think I think Mudboy has it. Okay. So, I think it's silly that you then, wouldn't have the ability. You're talking about being like a master pottery guy, um, right. and yeah. there's no way you don't have Mold Earth with that. Well, that's what I do. Okay, so the rules for Mold Earth is basically to pull five feet of of shit out, so it just happens. But give me a roll to see how well that clears out this, whether it is five Which feet five feet deep. of earth did I pick to, ch- to move? That's yes. critical. No, it, it's absolutely. But let's see if, if the dirt that you need to move oh. is five feet or if it's seven. What's the bonus do I add? Uh, I don't know if you add, add a bonus. Uh, maybe we'll use your spellcasting. Oh, spellcasting. Yeah. Then I got a 12. Um, do you want to use a reroll? I don't have any. Oh, that's true. Uh, well, I can't change this now. Uh, so it is 7 feet. So you <laughs> you moved 5 feet out of there and you guys can now see like where the hard earth is and where the earth has fallen into. So you guys now have a more accurate view of what you need to do, but you haven't cleared the pathway all the way. Fern, what do you do? Well, I'm still a draft horse, so... I mean, the only thing I can think to do in my current form would be to suggest that you guys load the rocks onto something that I can, like, haul away. Yeah. You guys can quickly whistle for Xanth to bring you guys your carriage. 
you and the the single horse that you have can pull away large pieces of debris give me animal handling because you're talking okay. to the other horse pulling these things away give me an animal handling check okay 20 total there we go all right so having cleared out most of the stuff that was in the way there is still some large rocks that are just kind of molded just outside of the hole so fern tells them to have xanth come up and bring the carriage you and the other horse pull these large pieces of rock and rubble away leaving just raw mud to kind of go through and um that is number eight let me get one more check and see if we can get this through what would you do giyu there's just a small pile of mud in a, basically a crater at the top of this hill and you guys know you're just above it hmm but like just a general intelligence check uh give, give me that role I, I don't know no mm. that give me that role give me that role okay. uh you're trying to 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 see um how much further you have to go as a 20 all right cool so what you figure out is that the place you're digging, you can see the stuff falling and it doesn't sound like it hits very close. So the point you're digging at is actually a bit of a drop. Mm. So you warn everybody that you guys are on the cusp of breaking this thing open, but it may be a deep drop afterwards. So watch where you uh, dig. Yes. Mm. Or maybe have a grappling hook and a rope prepared, but you in your investigation and like checking it out you do find the hole you guys have now basically broken through this thing you can tell that there is like a at least a 20 foot drop if you guys hit the staircase itself but it's a spiraling staircase it is very dark in there and it is like i said it's 20 feet and that's if you guys dig in the spot that's directly above the staircase. Otherwise, you guys could fall down innumerable heights to the bottom. But you guys have succeeded on your uh, skill challenge to get this BZ open. <laughs> you guys are at like a free, free form. Again, there's a hole. And you guys don't know where the staircase is necessarily, except for you can see it in the distance. So you guys can dig where the staircase is and try and walk down that way. Or you guys can tie something off and drop down and get to the stairs that way. I don't know what you guys would like to do, but the place is open. Let's just jump. <laughs> I think that would work for a couple of you. <laughs> the last uh, couple because they would land on the first couple break our fall <laughs> they broke all their bones but they broke we, our we, have, we have plenty of rope and, and climbing gear i have petons and yeah i have i have several things that will help us so it's just going to be tedious this all okay is it a, is so it a good idea to still be that? a turtle <laughs> it's a good idea to still be a turtle. No, no, no. I'll throw, yeah, yeah. Actually, it actually, is. It makes, yeah. It, it is. Yeah. I'll just put you in my pocket, and it'll make you very easy to transport because you can just come down with me. I would say on your back. Yeah, I thought it was a pretty large. He's still like it's a turtle, ahead. not a tortoise. This uh, is like a oh, right, 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 Zaraton, Zaraton is technically up. a tortoise. Okay, right. so I got um, feet. I don't have flippers. Yeah, you've got you got feet. Something to dig into You're the a ground. Big with. chunky boy. Big chunky. Um, boy. <laughs> <laughs> all right cool 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 but i can see cad warden strapping <laughs> you to his back you uh, guys can do the the dropping down like fucking operatives fucking government like operatives. splinter cell uh, it sounds like you guys, have, you guys have plenty of rope so if you want to go down that way do it 
I'm I'm repelling in like a fucking secret right, cool. agent man. No, no, no. So Cat Warden runs up to Snarky Pippins as a tiny Zaraton and straps him to his back with a little bit of rope, grabs the rope that is tied to a rock off to the side with your guys' grappling hook, and he starts gliding down. He's spelunking. Is anybody following him? Yes. Mud boy or- yeah, I'll do Cad Warden's way. So, what about Fern or Giyu? Well, I need to transform back into my natural state. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Big fucking horse right now. <laughs> she just jumps down the hole. She just... <laughs> Actually, you that would take... be a good idea because that, you have a lot it. of health. You oh, have a lot of health for the horse. The... You could just throw yourself in. The horse takes all the damage and you turn back into your regular self and you're fine. <laughs> Yeah, sacrificing horses. Fall down there, seriously. And break all your legs, but you pop up as like a perfectly <laughs> clear God. human being. That's crazy. That's like better than a parachute. <laughs> Sounds chaotic. I I'm just gonna turn back into fern and rappel down. I don't want to see that. <laughs> Coward. That actually sounds like your character, though. Like as like a, like a scientific person, you'd be like, "Oh, a horse wouldn't fit down here," and you like slurp back down into your regular human size. But if it was Mud Boy who had transformed, he would have totally like fucking cannonballed his horse ass down. Like, <laughs> anyway, I love this. So you transform back, Giyu. You said you were following down the rope as well, right? Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, cool. Little guy. So um, then everybody give me an athletics check and we're gonna do a a group one so let me pull up my calculator yes i'm fucking rolling so good tonight all right what you got 23 23 okay these gauntlets literally gave me a plus four to that roll wow fuck Uh, yes snarky rolled 16 friend got eight eight 17 20 nice all right so you guys all are able to make your way down there and uh fern slips just a little bit as she's going down uh, reconstituting herself from this horse form has left her a little inebriated. So her hands slip just a little bit because she, for a second, looks at them and their hoofs. She freaks out and then she like tries to grab the rope and it's a hoof. And then all of a sudden it's a hand again and her hands just slip down. But luckily, Cad Warden holding Snarky is able to just hold his hand up and catches her by the back. And holds hit holds her onto the rope as her hands reform into human hands, and you guys come barreling down on your rope like a bunch of black ops. And uh, as you guys do, spirits, these little balls of ethereal flame and smoke, come into your view in this dark, dark room. Who here has like night vision? Me, Snarky Pippin. I should. Yeah, I have dark vision. It's not your nice abilities. Dark what versus vision. you? Yeah, you, do you have dark vision? I'm a very human, so I don't think so. No. Okay, so everybody but, like, all Giyu sees is pitch black with a couple of glowing orbs floating around them at the base of this staircase. Everybody <sighs> else, you guys see a little bit clearer into the room. You guys see in tones of gray walls with bodies mm. slumped up against them. Bones here. There's a corpse that has dried blood around it. But you guys also see these ethereal orbs. And as you guys pop into there, they all run in different directions. And one runs to the north, one runs to the south, and one runs to the west. 
So that is what is around you guys. Giyu, do you light a torch or anything to be able to see, or are you just relying on your friends to tell you what's what? Um, wouldn't lighting my torch throw off all their dark? No, but also um, it shouldn't be too. These things give off light. You said they're little balls of fire. Yeah, they ran away though. They are no longer oh. within like the zone. They they each ran down a different hallway, basically. Uh, I have a There's couple of torches in my pack. There's four different directions. When you guys get into this, again, everybody but Giyu sees that there is several different hallways, but they ran down three specifically. There are one in each cardinal direction, and on the west and east side there are two hallways you guys see them only going down three of them i mean couldn't i use just press to digitation to uh like light a torch um, light a torch yeah we, we yeah we to light a torch it's an action regardless of you know what's up we have flint and steel and fire starters and everything like that you would definitely you'd pull out your torch from your backpack actually you know what why don't you give me a description well i don't have a card for it right now so i just clutch my chest piece and, yeah <laughs> Sorry, that killed uh, me. That was uh, good. It's a, it's, a, it's a burning Apache. Yeah, there you go. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Pulls out a burning Apache card, slats it on the ground, and all of a sudden they've got, you know, a torch in their hand. They're able to see just as much as the rest of you. And again, there's four four directions surrounding this staircase that you guys have all dove down into. There's a, the full staircase, but your guys' is rope dangling in the center of this spiral staircase. Are we basically just voting for which way to go? Basically. Like I said, you saw you saw people heading in the north, west, and east directions. Like those little ghost things that you saw. Well, I'm immediately they were heading... thinking we should go south. Yeah, that seems evident. Actually, hold on. I fucking lied. <laughs> it is south, north, and west. So east. east is the direction that they have not directed to. That's where it mm. Well, I'm west side for life, though, so I can't go. I think we should. <laughs> north, north might be the, the best. Uh, huh. uh, I mean, we have to vote, we right? Uh, yeah, actually, yeah. Let's get, oh. a, let's get a vote. What's what's we got here? Uh, I'm saying in what direction? I like the, like the D4 roll idea. Ooh, okay. Oh. Northeast, southwest, one, two, three, four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who wants to roll it? Dallas. Uh, oh, you want me to roll it? I don't care. I haven't rolled in a while. Okay, I got a four. So northeast, southwest, you guys are heading to the west. We're going west. Okay, so you guys did see a a ghoul of sorts heading that way. But you guys head this way, and two of you take this side route just to, to check it out. You guys realize that it really does just lead to the same area. You guys make your way into a room with four sarcophagi. Would you guys like to check those guys out? Check out the walls. That's what I wanted. You want to check out the walls? Yeah, any writing anywhere? (laughs) (laughs) Um, You you do see sarcophagi (laughs) that starts labeling out dead people's names. You see the 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 symbol. So I can read anything. You you see the symbol for what would be a bard. Mm -hmm. What would be a cleric, a fighter, and a wizard. Okay. You see them hanging over each of the sarcophagus which one is which the northwest is the one that has the bard's symbol this guy here is the one 
that has the wizard's symbol. And then the bottom left has the cleric. And then this one here has the warrior. Right. Or it's a fighter, not a warrior. Sorry. Well, if we're looking for a sword, I wonder if it's in the fighter. Oh, yeah, it's likely in Okay, so um, are you guys That's trying to I'm open the fighter? I'm and looking at, and I'm basically pointing out. It's like, this says fighter. Yeah, okay, cool. So you guys are kind of focusing on the fighter's tomb. Are you guys trying to lift it up and get it figured out? Maybe inspect it first. Yeah, maybe maybe check around for a trap. <laughs> somebody somebody want to do something? Uh, history <laughs> check, investigation check, perception, something, anybody? I want to roll a perception check. Give me a perception check, my love. 20. So you can tell that these sarcophagus are solid blocks of granite and they have extremely heavy lids. You can see that the lids seem generally airtight. There is no movement coming in or out. You put your hand against the seam and there's nothing there. Um, But you start like trying to push against the lid and you realize, oh man, this thing is pretty heavy you don't think that you can lift it by yourself and you're not sure if anybody here can that is what you get from your perception okay somebody want to have an investigation for traps specifically uh yes i will try that is there nobody not not saying you can't do it but is there nobody better equipped to check for traps number one i have a great investigation Mm -hmm. check and in Mm -hmm. fact i just rolled a 19 Mm -hmm. a 15 plus four Okay, cool. Okay, so yeah, you you check it and you don't think that there's any trigger traps on this thing. You're you're checking around it and like it is a pretty heavy lid, so like you don't think that if you could get it off that it would necessarily like set off anything. Like it should be already sealed. It would be a pretty sensitive trigger trap to be able to withstand the weight of this lid and not be triggered by something else. Um, So you don't think that there's any traps on this, but you also agree with Fern and the fact that like, holy shit, this lid's going to be heavy to lift off. Gotcha. Anybody else want to do anything? Maybe try lifting up the lid? Oh, yeah. Uh, I have, for anyone who wants to do this, and I think because I have gauntlets of ogre strength, I might be the best contender, but I have a crowbar, and crowbar specifically says, using a crowbar grants advantage on strength checks where a crowbar's leverage can be applied. And I have proficiency. I have a plus seven to my athletics. Okay, so, so you both are going to work on it together to lift this thing yeah. off? Okay, yeah. cool. So each of you do it with advantage. One day's Six. What? Twenty six or one d six? Twenty six. Oh, yeah, I heard twenty six. Holy fuck! Okay, yeah. Okay. What about shy guy? I, I got a sixteen. Okay. Cool. So terrible. It's not bad. It's not bad. So what's happening is Mud Boy is gotten onto the the foot of this sarcophagus, and Cad Warden goes up to the top of the sarcophagus that has the largest piece of stone on it, and he wedges his crowbar into there, and he slams it down with all of his weight as Mud Boy is on the end pushing, and between the two of you. Cad Warden is able to push the whole lid up four inches, and Mudboy, you are able to push it off to the other side of this whole casket situation, and the lid just falls down on the backside with a loud clang, and you guys see a body before you. 
I'm going to ask for a perception check from the both of you, since you guys are right there. Ooh, not great from CAD. Seven. Mine's, mine's better. It's not, it's not more than 15. Okay. Well, um, you guys it's open 12. this up, and at first the dust comes flying into Cad Warden's face, and he starts <laughs> coughing Gross. and like leaning back, and he's swiping away at his face. But Mud Boy, being made of mud, all the dust just kind of accumulates into his mud and just kind of becomes part of his body. I mean, he is able to see into there, and he realizes that this really is just kind of and and like there's a body in here, and it's got some clothes on, but they're pretty pretty deteriorated but this is like a sacrimonial bed for this this person and there's nothing of particular value in this casket the, i know because it's the that's the sort of burial that i see it's a poor man's burial no it's it's not a poor man's burial it's a very like this person got their like, very own mound <laughs> yeah no this guy like okay. he did something but there's nothing like necessarily of value within his tomb not to say that there's not more in other tombs but just that like this one particular being the warrior did not have the sword you were looking for. Mm. But again, there's a wizard, a bard, and a cleric box to open, basically. Wizard might have some dope-ass spell scrolls. Yes, he might. Oh. I almost wonder if it's worth it to make some checks to see if they've even been opened before. Oh, maybe the, the swords are already been gone. Looted? I mean, the, I mean, I think if they would have, they wouldn't have fucking bothered to put back on the lids, right? I mean, yeah, listen, unless yeah, they, yeah, unless really they set a trap on one of them, but mm. you would have to take out what's inside to probably trap. So the, the fighter was buried with with nothing. Um, I kind of want to open them all, but this is fucking hard. Yeah, it might <laughs> seem like a time waste. I, I think uh, maybe Dallas would consider maybe fast. I was trying to imagine some way of this, using molders. This is a dead end but... room, so we could always come back. Yeah, that's also true. Yeah. yeah, I think we've yeah, a lot move of on. Basically, just cast if we, if we on. find a clue later that leads back to somehow. I mean, I could cast Shatter. Mm, I mean, and just destroy them all. Yeah, but that's my last spell slot. Of that. You could also, you mm. could also, you know, I'm, I'm more of a though. blast lock anyway. What I, I mean, I, the last time I used Shatter, it fucking didn't do anything. Nothing worth a shit. Oh, it anyway. totally did though. The only reason mm-hmm. it did nothing was because we were in a skill challenge. It did do something. Oh, right. It's right, just cumul- it's, yeah. a, it's accumulative. So everything yeah, yeah, that we yeah. did helped the, everybody else. Yeah. But You're in right. this situation, there's nothing that's to say that it wouldn't immediately work. Or if yeah, it doesn't immediately are... work, then it would let us push smaller pieces off instead of the big one. I don't know. But we're underground is my point, though. It's just that you might, yeah. like, jeopardize the integrity of the room if you start shooting. Mm, Backfire. Right. I have a pickaxe. We're I, I have get a pickaxe. I can just fucking, I can just Tunnel. dwarf bullshit this, yeah? Probably. <laughs> What's to stop? What's to stop me from just doing what pickaxes do here? <laughs> I don't think there's anything that would stop you. Although I think maybe the crowbar pushing method is less strenuous. Well, maybe breaking it up into small pieces first is smart. Yeah. Well, we'll see. What kind of stone is it? Because that could depend. Uh, that could granite determine granite. Mm. Yeah. Granite. All right, I'm back. One, it is granite. Two, I love all of your fucking guys' idea. 
three. Mm. Let's fucking see what they do. You guys want to uh, use the crowbar? You want to use the pickaxe? You want to use that fucking shatter spell? I'm down for any of those um, bitches. I think Lindsay had a point. I don't want to use the shatter spell. Um, but what I want to try to do is uh, on top of the wizards, because I'm thinking maybe he's got some dope uh, fucking spell scrolls or something inside. Yeah. I want to, or even a spell book. We can even pawn that if that's. Um, I want to try just hitting it with a fucking with my pickaxe with my my shown shattering right. device. That's fucking. That's <laughs> legitimate. Okay, so go ahead and give me a uh, attack. AC is seventeen. Just throwing that out there. Oh boy. Well, I love that I have these gloves. They've come in handy so many times. I, That's, I'm glad you found them too. What you uh, got? That is natural. 26. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, how much damage do you do? Not a lot. These things don't do a lot of damage. Let's see. Oh, that's a one on the die. So five, five points of damage. <laughs> okay. So you bring down your pickaxe, you slam it into this thing and you can see a big crack appear along one side of this thing and a small crack appear close to you but it is not necessarily broken you saw it kind of sink into the pit but it just kind of locked itself into place a little bit more you can either attack again somebody else can do something or you guys can start moving the pieces now um it's, it's in two pieces now yeah okay so it's it's the mission accomplished yeah it's yeah. much easier to pull them apart much easier but still yes but imagine a, a eight by fucking four piece of stone that you're picking up even sure. if it's only six inches tall that is so heavy. So, like, Dallas, for for the sake of brevity, is there any uh, aside <laughs> from there just being uh, the skill challenge, of course itself? Is there any like a uh, stake to opening these? Because otherwise, we could just it, it's just going to be like skill check until we succeed, right? More or less. And like I I don't necessarily agree with it, but that's like as book, it's just like there's a fuck ton of sarcophagus in this zone, and you kind of have to like that is so you guys are tomb raiding at this point okay this this is the point of this cave is for you guys to figure out how to bust these bitches open the best you can at least from my understanding let's Um, roll a die to see how many rounds it takes us as a group to complete it and then say that's how it happens so i can i can show you guys above the board um it will take a dc 20 strength check to lift the lid by itself that is high as fuck. Its AC is 17. It's only got 12 hit points, but... But can I just throw athletics checks at it until we move it, or do I have Strength to checks, do... but yes. It, then you we'll could. Just... So, I mean, like, you guys can either enjoy trying to figure out how to open these things, or I can cut two. You know what I mean? A th- Let's a... cut two when the poisonous vapor poofs out of whichever sarcophagi has that in it, or... <laughs> yeah. Well, whatever. okay. So, <laughs> then, how about this? Let me get a group strength or athletics check to figure out how quickly you guys clear out these next three sarcophagus. Boom. Your choice on strength or athletics. My, uh, with a plus seven, I got a nine. (laughs) Are you telling people they can use acrobatics or athletics? No, athletics or strength. That's the same thing, Dallas. Is yeah, but I have okay. a three it's plus three confusing. for athletics, and I only have zero for strength, so it does make it me. Yeah, because proficiency oh, no, no, and I stuff. Have, if you have only it, if, yeah. So just for summation, yeah. it's just an athletics check because if you don't have okay. proficiency, then it's yep. the same rule as a strength check. Okay. So, so that's just what for simpli- Yeah, just for simplicity's sake, it's just a just athletics, athletics check. check. Okay, 
<laughs> Sorry. Okay. I didn't I didn't know there was like not a difference between uh either way, let Our, so we've got it's not important. We've got two passes, one fail. I think we need from one from Corey, and I think we need one from Fern. Fourteen for Fern. Okay, that's a pass. And what about Corey? Thirteen. Okay, it's also a pass. Okay. So you guys are able to bust open the rest of these sarcophagi. It takes a little bit of time, but you guys are again able to use Cad Warden's pickaxe to kind of break them into a couple pieces before you guys are able to pick off each individual shell. And you find that like half of these are just bodies with like their fancy clothes and like a personal item that doesn't have much value. But two of these specifically the bard and the wizard they have things with the bard has a loot and it's got a magic aura coming off the the wizard has a necklace that's got a literal fireball dangling from the end of the chain and you guys can scope out pretty quickly that because the other two weren't buried with fancy items maybe these have something magical to do um i can give you guys the information for those right now but i feel like you guys are gonna have to test them out to figure it out because you guys have no way of testing magic in your group we can always Uh, just save these and i have them identified in case they're cursed, if you guys care about that. Because th- we did find them in a fucking... We are tomb. <laughs> yeah. You guys can hold on to those things. Um, how about this? I'll just say you guys don't know what they do right now. You just grabbed them because of what they were. You said a necklace with a fireball and... And what? a loot uh, that dope. seems to be emanating like a bluish aura that kind of seems to be like phasing on and off of it. What do you mean by loot? Mm. Like, do you mean like money and rubies? No, um, a loot like uh, a, a, a playable medieval, instrument. Yeah, it's a medieval playable instrument. Sister. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I posted them both in um the the chat. Okay. And also, for reference, this is what a loot looks like. I'm posting it in the same chat. Okay. Okay. Sweet. That clearly came from the bard. Yeah, and then the <laughs> wizard had the necklace with a fireball on it. Yes. What do you mean by fireball? Is it like a gem that looks like a, or is it like a living ball of fire that is? Just no, it, it's like a chunk of metal like gold that is in the shape of a ball and on the outside of the ball there is a giant like flame shape like so when the necklace sits like the weight of it brings it down but like the center of the chains there is what looks like a flame okay so i think i know what it is but i'm keeping that so as you guys are done with clearing out the sarcophagi you guys make your way back out towards where you came from because you realize this is the end of a cavern and as you guys make your way around the corner the same little astral projection you had seen before pops out of the ground and it sees you and for a second you feel like you see a face and you don't hear a sound but you see the head tilt back and its jaw drop several times and its eyes close slightly as you think it laughs and then it backs up even further and it looks at you and just waits for you to continue forward can i get a line of order I, I think, think of... I'd be up in front, and I want to know if it's naughty or nice. <laughs> <laughs> you had right. to remind him about the fucking thing. And I'm so glad he's using it, though. It's so... 
So I think this order as it is should be fine, yeah? Yeah, I thought so. I put it in. I just wanted to double check. Okay, so you want to figure out whether this ghost thing that you're seeing is good or bad, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, immediately you can tell this thing is chaotic evil. Uh, it oh, is, it is a naughty on the, like, bad side of naughty. It, it just does things because it thinks it's funny, even if they're bad. I uh, say shoot, and I shoot an all right. Can I, can I initiate combat? Yeah, let's let's get everybody to roll initiative. So Mudboy just warned everybody that there is something ahead, and it is naughty. It is the same ghost you've seen before, and it is doing something. Um, let's get a round of initiative. Okay. Turn got twelve. I rolled a natural one for three, so I don't get to shoot an arrow at it. I got it. 20. Yeah. Nice. Okay, Caddy. What's the thing look like again? Snarky. A 10. Sorry, I thought I already said it again. I keep doing this. <laughs> Snarky. Did we lose Snarky as he's asleep? He just, he's, he's spinning. You see that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do see that. Okay, well, something's Damn. going on. Anyway, so we'll start this and we'll put him in where we can. So, Giyu, Mudboy has just yelled to you that there is a aberrant spirit in front of him. What do you do? You're heading down a hallway from the place where you just cleared sarcophagi. Uh, like how tall are these uh, hallways? They are eight feet high and they are flat. And all these tunnels that you guys have walked in, all the walls, they're constructed with packed earth. They're not like stone per se. They are just extremely hard packed earth and like a slight shell. Okay, so... You can shoot your Karibo down the hall. Okay, basically to get behind it. Absolutely. And then from that, shoot, uh, shoot it with an Eldritch Blast, I guess. All right. So you shoot it and what's your to hit? Uh, 22. Okay, that hits. What are you doing, like, damage-wise? Uh, so, damage. Okay, cool. So, your Karibo is able to blast this anything, thing. If anything, it's air. Uh, and it slices through the center of this apparition of the face. <laughs> and for a second, it is thrown into a state of, like, smoke before it reassembles and continues to laugh but this time it turns at your Karibo and it gives it a glare. It is now Fern's turn. I was thinking about using some sort of weapon against it, but since it doesn't seem to be like solid, I don't think that's gonna work. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think what I think what I'll do is just use a cantrip. I wanna see if flame affects it. So I'm gonna use produce flame and um I'm going to throw it at the thing. Okay. Can I do that? It's a good idea. Thank you. I don't know um, what damage that would be, but yes, I agree it, that it's possible. Is it within 30 feet of me? Yeah. In the an order we have right now, I think you are like second in line. So as you peek around the corner, you see it and it's only like 20 feet away from you, if that. Oh, nice. So 16. Okay. Uh, that does not hit this thing. Um, and so you, you throw your fire around the corner as you summon it in your hand and this thing is there for a second and then your flame appears right in front of its face and it just shifts to the right of your view. It just, 
narrowly avoids this ball of fire you've just thrown at it. Is that the end of your turn, or are you going to do something else? Um, Can you do anything else, I guess? <laughs> I guess I... I'd probably just yell, like, damn, this thing's fast. <laughs> <laughs> damn, this thing's fast! <laughs> I like it. Damn, this is scary! Uh, scary okay. I'm scared! Cad uh, Warden, and since you're back, let me get a initiative roll for you so I can toss you in there. Uh, hope you can hear me now. Yeah. I got a, I previously... Uh, rolled a 13. Okay, so technically you would have gone before Fern, so Cad Warden, can I slide him in here real quick? Yeah, go. Okay, so... Absolutely hey, not, I will have a cow. Did we ever Did we ever tell you about the dragon incident? Oh. Completely out of the loop I don't, regarding yeah, that he was stuff? out of that. Uh, that is a good point. Uh, they actually had an interaction with the dragon, and uh, they were able to scare it away, but not without being unscathed um so they they got hit for a chunk of damage and they all were pretty fucked up for a minute but they were able to yeah they were able to uh get it to leave but they put a bunch of damage in it before it was just like fuck you i'm out is that right before i logged on yeah oh okay so i must have been just like in my room playing game that is exactly what we said okay (laughs) <laughs> you were meditating in a room I said you, you were meditating, but yes. Oh, man. Yeah. I said if he pops in here real quick, then we'll just say he popped out of his room. But otherwise, he's just in his room right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, no, that is definitely something that's frightening. So, Snarky, it is your turn. I want to cast a mirror image. <laughs> no, okay. You can't be hit by this thing less. Okay. And that is that all you can do? Uh, you can summon your magic stones for next round. I would think I already had those ready, but now I'm realizing that was several days ago, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, okay. Bonus action. Ready up some stones. Cool. Chucking. Okay, cool. That was Snarky's turn. Keddy, it is your turn. Uh, He's basically powering up behind you. There's a ghost spirit laughing at you guys just around the corner. Do I have a line of sight on the ghost or do I have to move uh, No, you'd have to squeeze between your friends because it's just around the corner from the <laughs> hallway you're looking at. Oof. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Throw myself uh, right there. Oh, you're going right there? Okay. How much do you weigh? Uh, Is I it more than 50 pounds? Definitely. All right. Well, I'm sorry to say you fall into a trap. Um, we didn't trigger this on the way in. It was activated when he popped out. Ah. So, sorry. So sorry. So, you run forward past your friends in this blip. And as you do, the ground beneath you that was previously solid uh, falls away from you. And you take a total of 10 damage. No, no, 12 damage. You take a total of 12 damage as you fall on top of three wooden spikes. Oh. You are 10 feet below the floor you were previously standing on. So it's going to take you a second to get out of there. And again, that spirit, which was just right where you were, you were heading to just kind of pulled out as you fall down into this pit. And it just continues to mock and laugh at you. Um, do you have anything else you can do on your turn? sir? I have, <laughs> I've only used my movement speed. So yes. And that is how i'm sorry i am gonna somebody was gonna take it i know uh so i'm 10 feet down now yeah so i can't get up i can't see anything uh i guess i dash and use my movement to get out and then that's it okay uh, that's cool 
So you you fucking fall into this pit. And you're like shit, and you climb your way out of the pit, and you huff and puff at the end of it, and you're like, I gotta get out of here, and you fucking sprint back to where you came from, and you kind of hobble to the left that you know is basically like just a covered dead end, and you you just take a breath as the head just turns towards you and laughs more. But that is the end of your turn, I believe. Mud Boy, it is your turn. Now, you see a spiked pit in front of you at the edge of this corner and a ghost just around the corner laughing at your friend Cat Warden. That uh, makes me mad. I'm going to shoot him with an arrow. It's it's a special a, it is a spectral arrow. All force damage. It'll hit him. Get rip a rift in space. Wow. Oh. Does a uh, um, uh, 13 hit? No, it does not. Oh, no. So, I'm going to roll again. Okay, cool. I have extra attack. Oh, this okay. So that attack. one does fail. So that first arrow that you shoot, it hey, goes uh, and it just jealous. shoots right through the thing. Oh, never mind. What is your next attack? Uh, I missed on that one too. All done. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, so yeah, you, you pull your uh, bow back and you lose two arrows and both of them just as they get to the brink of this light orb, they seem to bend slightly and just go around the orb itself as it's still just kind of with its ethereal face. This time it turns away from Cad Warden and turns towards you and it just kind of laughs again at your face. That is the end of the round. So the ghost, seeing that Cad Warden is so close, it runs up to him and it uses a shock spell. And I am going to attack. Oh no, that fell off the table. Uh, it is a 20 total. I'm guessing that hits Cad Warden. Yeah, He's not that's responding. Gonna, that's going to hit me. I was just saying yeah. if there was anything I could do. You're like, oh. Okay, 14 damage is what you take from this lightning strike from this ghostly creature. I am Continuously so <laughs> mocking you. Ouchie, yeah. And then with its movement, it backs up further, closer to the stairs that you guys came from. So <laughs> that was the, the ghosty thing's attack. Uh, Giyu, it is your turn. Giyu, what are you doing? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not so sure. I mean, I still have my curry bow out. Mm-hmm. Mm, I forgot that I'm level five now, so I can do two beams. So I'll shoot two attacks Ooh. at it. Nice. Okay. First one is a radical. 17. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, that does not hit. I'm sorry. And 20. I'm an asshole. Ooh, there we go. Okay, cool. You use your Karibo and you turn it towards the face and you are able to shoot it once and it kind of dodges out of the way and it laughs at you. And as it does, you blast the second one and it hits it in its ethereal cheek and it goes flying and one of its teeth goes spitting out. How much damage do you have? Seven. Seven force damage. So uh, would you like to move somewhere, Giyu? Or are you just going to stay with your Karibo fighting uh, for yeah, you? Yeah, I'm going to stay put. <laughs> All right, that makes sense. Snarky, what are you doing? Let me try 
start chucking my magic stones at him. There we go. I'm going to say you oh, have yeah. to move forward because you're towards the ass end of the group. So I'm going to say you have to basically get to the edge of the, the pit and okay, throw then... around the edge. Well, I think presently I actually, four tortoises. Yeah, no, yeah. So uh, four tortoises kind of slowly make their way to the front of the battle. Uh, All but one armed with a magic glowing stone. <laughs> it's, it's quite a scene. If this works, but we'll allow it. Um, <laughs> you kick up rocks with your feet. We'll say there that. Ah, all right, that's that's better. It's much better. What are those individual numbers? Oh, 14, got... 3, and 18. Yeah, so one of those hits, two of them doesn't. Give me give me the damage for one. Awesome. That's going to be damage is 2 plus a 1, so 3 damage. Okay, I can still use healing word, right? It's a bonus action? I think so. Cool. Can I use it for uh, Cad Warden? Hell yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Needs it. <laughs> That's a spell slot four, so ultimately I'm going to roll 4d4 then. Um, You're beating me to death. But that was a four. That's a four. <clears throat> Total eight. 44? Yeah, 44. A one, a three, a one, and a three. Damn. It's <laughs> yeah, two ones. I know. <laughs> What are you going to do? All right, well, it's better than nothing. Shit. And that was just a bonus action, so fuck yeah. So, Fern, it is your turn. There is a hole of spikes in front of you, a friend on the other side, not doing great. What do you do? I really don't know what to do in terms of the creature, but I would like to step up to Cad Warden and use... um, Cure wounds. Oh, thank you. Do you have to touch? Yeah. Okay, so then I'm going to need you to make an athletics check to jump across the gap. Because right now, in in this little corner right here, that's where he fell into the pit. Okay, yeah. In order to go from, like, where Mudboy is here to over here where he is, you're going to have to cross the pit. So give me an athletics or acrobatics check, which again, I don't know if those are the same. I got nine. One dex, one strength. Nine total? Yeah. Okay. So as you jump across this, you put your foot on the other side. And as you do, the earth beneath you kind of gives out and you start plummeting down and you catch yourself on the edge of this, this pit with your arms and you kind of lose your breath as your body slams against the side of this thing. You have to use a good amount of your energy to get up out of this hole and stand on the other side. And you basically fall down to the ground and you slam your hand against Cadward and go ahead and give me that heal. But you are literally just on the other side of this hole. Yeah, I'm just going to use a first level spell slot. So I got 10. Nice. That's more than he had before. It's 18 total that he added. I am very happy about that. I was doing the math because I'm dumb. I'm sorry. Thank you, sister. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. I'm basically back at full health. I'm just a little under, but that is... Uh... Well, that's good because it's your turn. Woo! Uh, now that I'm uh, back on track, I'm just going to whip a two Eldritch Blasts at the Willa Wisp. Cool. What you got for attacks? First one is a 22. Second one is a 14 to hit. Okay, so one of those hits. What you got for damage? It is 8 plus 4 plus 3. 15 points of damage. Okay, so tell me how you destroy this motherfucker with your attacks. 
Uh, I am just going to take some of the surrounding uh, rubble that uh, composes the the nearby ruins that we're in right now, and as it flies off, I'm just going to uh, combine it with like some of the other natural debris just lying about and around, and hurl that at the fire being until it snuffs. Hell yeah! So your rocks and earth come tumbling at this this ethereal face that's been mocking all of you for this time. As they do, they coalesce around it, and it doesn't have a place to evade, and it just smashes this would-be soul, and it smokes away, and you see it no longer. You guys do still kind of, like, a couple of you still have to kind of get over this hurdle, so I'm going to ask for Snarky, I think it's Mud Boy, and then Giyu to make, like, an athletics check to get across unless you have some sort of magical thing that will get you across. 16 athletic. You can get across, but I'll explain that in a second. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> I got a four. Okay. What about you, Giyu? Mm. <laughs> can I use inspiration to reroll? You can. <laughs> I haven't given an outcome yet, so you can. Okay. Do that one more time. Fuck, it's only made it. Alright, now I have a six. So <laughs> I'm like just You can choose the higher prepared. one, but still. Yeah. So an acrobatic? Uh athletics. Oh. Oh well, maybe if you're trying to land elegantly, I could see an acrobatics. If uh Snarky, if you want to try for an acrobatics instead. I'd appreciate uh, it. Alright, I got a seventeen acrobatics. Okay. What about Giyu? Uh just a minute. I'm Be good using for a uh, luck reroll. <laughs> 19. All right. So everyone is able to cross. Uh, They see where Fern kind of slipped up and they move to the farthest side and they jump from there and they are able to make their way across without falling into the pit. One of them does land on the very edge of it and they kind of do that thing where they're like, whoa, 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 and they're falling backwards and they're waving their arms out to the side and then they catch themselves and they land and they go, whew. But all together, you guys make it across. So we've got another opportunity for you guys to choose a direction. You guys have now gone west. There is north, east, and south. I think we should try north. I mean, it's north just, because, just because it was like the, the length end. So there's like probably the most crypts, you know? Hmm. I could agree with that. Yeah, probably more to find. Like uh, if I had to imagine like uh, if there was like a big burial area, it would be where the largest part of the dragon is. Mm-hmm. And we could keep spelunking room to room fucking grave robbing, but <laughs> we're supposed to be here grave robbing on good principality. He's a good guy. Yeah. And most of our lives are good. All right. So you guys figured out north, east, or south? We're thinking north. Okay. So you guys make your way, and I'm just going to say this is, again, one of the direction that those spirits ran to. Um, you guys are making your way. What is your order walking down this hall? Am I in front, y'all? Got my bow yeah. drawn? Well, I'll take front. Okay. So it's Cad Warden, Mudboy. Uh, I've got Snarky, Giyu, Fern in the order currently. Sounds good to me. Good. Okay. Okay. So as you guys are walking, a spirit pops up. And this time, it isn't just a face. It is a spirit evolving from the hips 
up to the head. You can see arms, you can see a torso. You see the hip bones, but you don't see anything below that. It points at Cad Warden and it screams to the sky. Uh, let's get an initiative roll. This time I will not forget to say it in my head. It is a natural 19, so for a total of 19. <laughs> I also got a nat 19 for a total of 21. Uh, 15. 19 club. 7 for Fern. 21. Rolled an 18 plus 3. Okay, so you got 21 as well. I got 19. Well, damn. So, Mud Boy, it is your turn. All right. So, do the tried and true. I'm going to sling arrows at him. 18 to hit first one. Uh, That does not hit. Does not hit the motherfucker. Here we go. Miss. I'm done, though. I'm sorry. You can tell that this one is a bit more powerful than the last one you faced um when you swing your arrow at it it doesn't just like slightly glance off this ethereal face the whole shoulders of this thing dodge out of the way as your arrows come sliding past it um it is now its turn and it is running up to cad warden it is going to shock the shit out of you again with a 21 to hit yeah. <laughs> so you got eight points of damage dealt to you with this lightning shock. Yeah. Okay. Um, and Ouch. and then it backs up another five feet, and it's around this corner. So nobody else but you have line of sight. Actually, no, you don't even have line of sight. It it backs up uh, fifteen feet out of your vision. Um. So that is the end of the will o' wisp turn it is now snarky's turn oh um we're just trudging forward is that all yeah right now you guys none of you see the thing Mm -hmm. but you guys know it's down the hallway also you guys are aware of the fact that the last time you saw one of these there was a trap around it Hmm. um check for traps yeah let's do that Seeing how still turtles or tortoises, uh, yeah, I suppose we're gonna investigate the ground as I'm pretty down close to it. Uh, so yeah, I'm just gonna soup around like the seams of the ground, like the bottoms of the walls and whatnot, and see if there are any like trip wires or like I said, pressure plates here. Okay, that could fall out, like, yes, ice, I, yeah, don't break the ice, yeah, for yeah. sure. So as you're, you're making your way forward, you're just kind of squeezing past Cad Warden, you oh. take a step forward, you're, you're kind of sloshing through the earth as if it was thick mud your toes are basically in the earth and as you take a step forward your left paw kind of sinks in so your foot kind of sinks in and you can tell like "Mm, this is probably not solid and so you as a turtle kind of stop you don't necessarily have a way of telling anybody what you found but you as a turtle squeeze past cad warden you Mm. step down and you can tell that like going any bit further is going to be potentially catastrophic i can talk to fern if she chooses to talk to animals but you could also literally like as a turtle you could just pop on your hind shells and be like "Uh -uh, uh-uh uh-uh or you could just like as a turtle push cad warden back you just can't intellectually conversate with this person you know what i mean like a cat or a dog can be like, oh, no, this is a well. Don't fall into it, Timmy. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, just, I just shake my, my turtle head side to side. Yes, there we go. That's a good solution. 
So now you guys are aware that just around this corner, just as much as the other corner, there is probably a pitfall trap. That is what I believe that's that was just a perception check. So it's still your turn. You, I think I'm going to hold off. I'll hold off. We'll see what the rest of the group has. If there's any better ideas and just making a run of it. Okay. Do you hold an action? That is something you could do. You could just be like, I hold action for if and when this ghost shows up, I attack it. I know that was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I want yeah. To then do I need to decide the attack now? Uh, yes, that is something okay. you would need to do. Uh, then I'll just go for Moonbeam. Okay. Yeah. So if the ghost appears again, you're slapping Moonbeam on it. Okay, cool. Just hold that in your pocket. Hey, uh, Dallas. Yes. Technically, he is concentrating on the spell, although I don't think he's expended a spell slot yet. Hmm. No, I don't think he has. So Shiloh's saying is if you decide to use Moonbeam, you yeah. will lose your turtle shape. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. He can't no? cast Moonbeam while in turtle shape. That's true. Um, wild shape things can't cast spells. but um, Which is why I was saying he would have to sacrifice his... Is turtle he in shape. turtle right now? He's in a uh, baby, baby, baby Zartan form. Oh, yeah, you could bite him. <laughs> Do a turtle bite. <laughs> Do a turtle bite for sure, but... Like I was saying, if you wanted to cast Moonbeam, you would basically have to sacrifice your bestial Turtle form. cast Hydro Pump. <laughs> That's a different Pokemon. We're doing Torterra right now. Oh. Well, I, wanna... <laughs> I feel like I'd be giving up all the damage points if I just left Turtle just to do that. So yeah, I'll just be ready to bite him and hope that that attack is successful on whatever type that the enemy is. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, so just, yeah, you're just prepared to snap at the next thing available. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's Snarky's turn. Cad Warden, what you doing? Uh, I'm going. You just saw this ghost disappear. Uh, your tortoise friend says, "Don't take a step forward without expecting to deal with fall damage and spikes again." You got that from him standing on his hind legs and shaking his head. No, and he took I... his little turtle foot and like ran it across his neck, like. <laughs> 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 all right uh, i'll try uh, i'm not gonna step right here but because i have this little space right here i'm just gonna, gonna do run a and jump little hop okay ah. oh, yeah. um cad warden can i get a athletics check to get across that safely oh yeah i should be good at these now yeah i am 21 <laughs> fucking love there we gloves. go these, these gloves, gloves. I'm so glad you guys are using your items. So yeah, using the gloves, you run forward and then you stop and you slam onto your hands and you push your hands off the ground and you land onto your feet on the other side of the, what would be the spike fall. And you just land with your arms up in the air and somebody in the background, Snarky Pippins, as a turtle, he pulls out a small pad and a pencil and he writes 10 and he holds it up. Dallas, did you, ever, did you ever play uh, Sly Cooper? Yes. Do you remember Mugshot? Not off the top of my head. He, he's that Pitbull character whose arms mm-hmm. are so fucking jacked that he walks around on his knuckles because his, his arms are longer than his legs. Yes. Okay, you're <laughs> right. Absolutely. It's very similar to that. It's very similar to that. Um, my, my thought was is that they're called Gauntlets of Ogre Power, so they're probably sized four ogres. And I'm a short little dwarf. Oh, that is fucking even better. (laughs) I love that. Yes, that is great. So as you do, you pop around and you see this will-o'-wisp in its stronger form. And as you think about it for a second, you realize like it's become 
later in the night when you guys came down here it was four or five o'clock um you guys have been in here for like an hour maybe two searching those sarcophagi and you think maybe these things are getting more powerful as the night goes on but this thing stands in front of you i believe that was just your move action and an athletics check yeah. uh what do you do i'm gonna shoot it with two eldritch blasts the son of a bitch First one is a 17 to hit. The mm, second sorry. one misses, so I'm going to roll uh, inspiration. Do it again. I'm going to tell you 17 doesn't hit either. Fuck, really? Yeah. Okay, well, 21, I hope, hits. Yes, it I'll does. burn one more inspiration to roll again. <laughs> 23. And I'm All out right. of inspirations. There we go. You're out, you're out yeah, of inspiration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, I should have given you guys more. This is going to be more fun. So both of those things hit. So you come over there, you flip over, and you barrel roll down the hallway and you stand up and you see this thing standing in front of you and you blast it with two of these rock blasts you slam your pickaxe into the wall and the spiraling around the tunnel comes slamming into this thing from the side it tries to dodge one but then the other one comes and hits its first and as it gets blasted away from that it comes and hits gets hit by your secondary blast and it is getting hit by both of these what is the damage on this 28 points of damage you absolutely murder this fool would you like to describe it more than just the rocks i like to imagine that uh, two flat surfaces of stones perfectly clash together and as they like pull apart there's just like nothing there because there's no remains so it's like a disappearing act I, I like that, but also I like the idea of like as you pull the stones across, it's like a weird ectoplasm. like ectoplasm that like as they fully spread apart just dissipates into smoke. Cool. Um, I love it. This guy is no longer. That is the end of combat for you guys. You guys can keep heading down this hall again to cross this thing. I will need a athletics or acrobatics check from everyone. Oh, and baby Zaraton, you're going to have Wait. disadvantage this time. Fuck. I'm going to help people. I'm going to grant advantage to everyone before I go. How so? Can I do that? How do you do that? By giving them a toss, you know, like uh, jump oh, off my you're hand, gonna throw, throw you far. Yeah. Okay, then I will. I will give everybody advantage except for Snarky, who had disadvantage. <laughs> I will call that a regular rule now, and then I will and have no one to throw me. Yeah, exactly. So. You won't get advantage, so I don't need it. It's probably. it's an interesting thing. So Fern, you give me yeah. two rolls. You want Snarky, two you give me one roll. Right on. I'm going to roll acrobatic. Come okay. on. Ooh. 22. 22. Fern, what did you get? 19. 19. Okay, so those two Damn. got across cleanly. So, Giyu, give me uh, advantage roll, athletics or acrobatics. It's going to be acrobatics. Oh, same number. All. Uh, 11. Okay, let me get everybody. So, Mudboy, you have a regular roll. Let me see what you do to get across. It's just uh 20 dirty okay so what happens is mudboy's like i'm gonna help you guys get across and he picks up snarky as the zaraton and he just yeets him over this distance snarky kind of slams onto the ground and skids to a stop but he makes it perfectly across then he says fern all right your turn and he links his hands together and to make like a small grip for your foot and you grab onto his shoulders and you put your foot up onto his hands and he says one two 
three, and he throws you across, and you leap backwards across this distance, slam onto your back, but you roll, and you land onto your feet, and you kind of scoot across the ground, but you're able to land yourself pretty well. Giyu, as you walk up to Mud Boy, he seems a little bit more worse for wear, and he is like, all right, let's, let's, uh, he's winded. He just, let's get you across. He does the same thing. He locks his hands into there. He tells you to hold onto his shoulders as he throws you. As he does, you don't land as far as the other two. And you kind of slip your feet into the place where you're not supposed to touch. And as you do, you push against it, kind of trying to reel backwards and the ground beneath your feet just falls and you see many swords and wooden spikes Mm. standing up, but you are able to scoot your way back far enough and mud boys just start sweating. He's just like, oh my God. Now we definitely know there's something dangerous there. He's freaking out. Everybody else has made it across and he just breathes in breathes out and then he backs up five feet and runs full sprint and he jumps across this way and he is able to make it to the other side without taking any damage yeah it's bullet time floating in the air yes and you guys are all able to make your way across and you guys come into a room you guys see two sarcophagi in some alcoves containing moldy bones and rusty armor. It takes you a second to get these clear, but you realize that there's nothing necessarily of value in these, which you had assumed there might be. And I'm going to say that Giyu, using your multilingual abilities, uh, find that these say that they are the tombs of the woman who slayed the dragon and her squire. They don't have necessarily anything of value in their tombs, but as you guys search the room, you find a giant dragon skull with a sword gently placed atop of it. Seems what like you this guys is what we're here for. Yeah. Also, I know yeah. it says it's a dragon skull, but this is 100% a whale skull. You something Shut about up. curses? Is that a concern? Cur- curses? Um, Big magical item? Curses? It's entirely possible, but I don't think that... I mean, they use this sword to kill the dragon. Think so I should grab not. it? Yeah, if you want to. First of all, um, if... Anyone intends to use the sword against the dragon, I think they should put on the gloves. That's a good point. So how about you, I give you my gloves, and you take the sword as well. shit. I'm- you doing okay. that now? Because all of us, no offense, all of us are pretty fucking weak looking. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> we all got scrappy yeah, yeah. arms, all of us. So whoever yeah, we have them. Oh. I'll try them out. Okay, yeah, you take these, and I fucking take off my ogre gauntlets. Uh, and You know, it I- takes a while to attune. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, yeah, I guess I'll pluck the sword from its pedestal and try to hand it to Mudboy. All right. As you pull the sword from the top of the skull, you feel a slight resistance, but you continue to pull it anyway. And as you do, you feel a separation of the magic that you feel within the sword. It is still magical, but you feel a separation. And as you do, you hear a screeching in the wind. And you guys don't see anything, but I need everybody to roll initiative. Nine. My boy rolled a seven. 
It's probably not cursed, but it probably is trapped. And I was so thinking about the curse thing, I was like, there's no way it could be cursed. And I didn't think that it's probably trapped. <laughs> I got a 12. <laughs> My bad. I closed our minds. I fell into one of the worst mistakes. Lindsay, my love, what you got? 17. Good stuff. Good stuff. Okay. So right off the bat, you guys don't see anything, but something pops up and it slices towards mud boy it is a 20 to hit my good sir it'll get me okay so what is this thing this is a wind elemental you guys haven't seen anything you heard a screech of wind and you see mud boy getting slashed oh oh i know what this is <laughs> we actually did have a conversation about this so you take seven points of damage mud boy as a ethereal hand reaches into your mud and scrapes a chunk of it out and that is the end of its turn snarky it is now your turn i would like to cast mirror image again as a, <laughs> a minute yes. has gone by or give or take that is an action so for my bonus shall ready up Rip the magic oh. stones yes yes it's understandable you know what you're doing so fern it is your turn um well i'm gonna use a cantrip i want to do like produce flame and then toss the flame <laughs> ball at it so that hopefully i can damage it but also maybe we could just see it better dallas what if she foregoes damage and gains the ability to see it momentarily the thing like, is, is if she hits it she'll deal damage the question is is whether or not her Flame will give her more than a second's glimpse of where this thing is at. True, so, and I don't really have the ability to aim. All you know aim. is that it last hits your buddy. Mm -hmm. So you would basically I'm have to be throwing somewhere. this thing at him. I think you can do the flame ball, but it's going to, like, again, it's AC is really high, and I don't know if it'll necessarily tell you where it's at. Okay. I wonder if I could use my Red Rider BB gun. I know it would be hard to get. To Again, hit. it's just a basic attack, so it's it's. I guess I it's plus your six. Right <laughs> um, I mean, it would just blind him, you know. Not it would just <laughs> blind him. You're not wrong. You know, you'll hit damage for it, but that's if it hits. So it's it's just inspiration points. So uh, yeah, can you move mm. me up behind Mudboy? No, because he was the one that just got hit. So I would assume the trajectory based off his location and kind of shoot in that direction with my BB gun. Absolutely, give me your BB gun hit. Ooh, a natural twenty. Ooh, oh, okay. Shit. So you definitely hit this thing. Well, so f we've already figured out double damage. My hit die is a D8. Okay, so you roll a D8, and then you plus 8, plus your whatever. You right, yeah, give I got me it. that plus max. Yeah, so I rolled a 2 with my D8, and then I get plus 8, so that's 10, and then my uh, dagger would be like 14. Hell yeah, 14 damage to this thing. So as you slam your damage in, it reels back. It grabs and clutches at its own heart before rearing back and leaning towards into you guys. So it is Giyu's turn. Uh, what do you do, sir? I mean, I have my curry bow with me, so I'll have it. I mean, I can't really see it. That is true. So I will move my curry bow and blast it twice. Okay, go for gold. Uh, first one's a 14 to hit and much worse to hit, so I'll use a luck point and get a <laughs> 19 to hit. Yes, that does hit it. For nine damage. Okay. You shoot your Karibo in this 
place where it's supposed to appear and you slam it into the back and it turns and it growls at you. But again, you don't see anything super solid. As soon as you blast it, the the radiation from your magic dissipates and you can no longer see this creature. Uh, it is now its turn and it disappears into the earth and pops up again. It is going to multi-attack and it is going to run and slam into Snarky Pippins as his turtle form and then slam into fern so for snarky pippins ooh, you're lucky it's only a seven for Lindsay, i'm sorry it is going to slam into you so it's going to be 11 points of damage as it slams into you so it glides just over the turtle shell of snarky pippins but slams into you and that is its turn cad warden it's your turn I am going to uh, see my allies being thrown around by this invisible force, and I am going to throw chunks of stone vis-a-vis Eldritch Blast in the area that I anticipate it's going to be in. So I'm going to make two attack rolls with disadvantage. Yeah. First one is a 10 plus 7 for 17. Okay, give me the second one. Uh, Second attack roll is an 18 and a 19 for 25. Okay, cool. So as this thing seems to be making circles around you guys, you see your friends getting smacked as it's making its rounds and you approximate where it's going to be and you shoot between the wall and the Karibo as it comes circling around again and you were able to hit it both times. Cool. 18 points of damage. Okay. Mudboy, Mudboy. it is your turn. Uh, again, you uh, see this like ethereal form that seems to be invisible but keeps getting slapped and having its form appear for a brief second before disappearing again. And uh, you're, you're hearing howling of wind in this little room that you're in. What do you do? Well, let me see. I got this brand new sword. You do have a brand new sword. Well, uh, I'm going to charge forward and shake a couple swings at it. That's what I'm going to try to do. I think I have to let you figure out what that is for a second. Uh, Hold on. If you want, I can look it up. Yes, but I also don't want him to have the full ability of it. I want him to swing it and figure out what it is afterwards, if that makes sense. Understood, yeah. I missed my attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, cool. If I missed, I imagine I didn't learn anything. You could just postpone all this. It's a plus one longsword that does extra damage versus dragons. That's it? Yep. Well, it's real straightforward. <laughs> Woohoo! Uh, my turn but you were using it, though, so give me give me a hit. Yeah. Well, I ran forward and I rolled two misses. Yeah, he's out. His turn's over. Okay, well, you swing your sword at it, and you realize, nah, this... Sword is probably meant for dragons, not ghosts. <laughs> it is magic, but it wasn't necessarily like, oh yeah, instant hit magic. Yeah, so that's where you're at. Um, it is Snarky's turn. Snarky, what are you doing against this ghost that keeps circling you guys and just slamming you against the ground? And actually, you don't know if it's a ghost. All you know is you keep hearing wind and you keep seeing like ethereal forms 
appearing when damage is done to it. All right. Uh, is my audio on? I can hear you. Yes. Yeah. If I'm on Wi-Fi, it streams fine, but then like it won't hear me. I don't quite understand why. Uh, on that note, I wasn't able to like speak up and interject that when it dealt me seven damage, it I rolled an eleven for it to hit my duplicate. Oh, so it didn't deal that damage to you? No. Okay. Uh, in that case, yeah, I'm down a duplicate. Um, and I'm gonna try, weird. try and uh, tortoise bite this guy. There we go. I assume I roll a d20, see if I and can. It's hit. so funny to think about the fact that you're just multiple turtles. <laughs> you just like, <laughs> there's just like four turtles on the ground, and one of them's like actually going to bite this ethereal beast. <laughs> All right. Okay, so give me an attack, but I am gonna say it's at disadvantage. Ooh, well, I rolled a five to hit, so. Oof. All right. Well, that's where we're at. Still relevant. So yeah, you're going to swoop at the air where you've seen this beast previously. You were able to clamber past your friends to kind of get at this thing, but it's not visible enough for you to see where to attack. You're really just biting into the air and you're not able to make full contact with it. Is there anything else you want to do with the rest of your turn? I guess you could chuck the magic zones and see what... There we go. Yeah, just yeet him out into space. Again, I'm going to say disadvantage. So it's so many dice. So many dice, because I'm saying roll disadvantage on three different rolls. Roll six dice, I guess. Uh, okay, six, six D20? Yeah, six D20s and give me the top three highest rolls. Okie doke. Rolling. Okay, the three highest are... Okay, looking at 21, 18, 17. There we go. Yeah. All right, so okay, that was your three hits. Three. All three of those are able to hit. So, give me the damage for three different magic stone hits. All right, uh, first one's going to be three, two, and a five. So, total ten. Okay. So, yeah, you guys are working your way through this, and this turtle just turns around towards where the enemy should be and just digs ferociously and just throws stones that are coated in magic into the direction, and it misses his friends and aims into this empty space, and it happens to slap this creature, and you can kind of see, like, a silhouette of something shrouded by dust it quickly moves from that place and it is no longer there fern's turn i want to um activate symbiotic entity do i have a bonus action then yes okay i just like to ready my long sword okay you also have your reaction to just reach out and get those guys now that you've activated this are they within 10 feet of me roll me a d6 Okay, so yeah, they are within the range of your spores. You basically decided to enhance your form with these mushrooms and the spores come pouring out and you're evading your friends to reach out towards this enemy. You are able to grasp your hands around its ethereal form. I have to roll a constitution saving throw, right? Yeah, and DC's 14. Uh, I got a 16, so I'm able to avoid the con save. So I take half as much damage. Okay, well, I rolled a 1. Okay, so I take one point of damage. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's better than nothing. So that is your turn, Fern. You are protected with your spores. 
Giyu, it is your turn. Again, there's this invisible beast running around attacking your friends. I'm going to make some mirror images of myself. A good idea. It seems yep. to be going around. I'm going to have some magical hats come down, make some copies of myself. And that's basically my turn. I believe that's the whole okay. action. All right. So Giyu went. It is now this creature's turn. Okay, so it's going to run another full circle, and it's going to hit two of you. Um, this time it's going to hit Cad Warden and Giyu. So let's see. Uh, 22 Cad Warden. Yep. Oh, man. Uh, love this. Uh, 24 to Giyu. 11 to Cad Warden. Yeah. Damage. Ow. 10 points to Giyu. So this beast comes flying away from these spores, comes circling around the corner, and as it does, it reaches out, and it seems to have blades that are crusted by blades of wind, and it slashes at Cad Warden's side before swooping past Giyu on the other side, swiping with its other hand. That is its turn. So... I have um, one clone that Cad Warden. Oh, good. Lucky you. That is wonderful. It took a uh, lucky roll um, and two points of inspiration. <laughs> All right. He closes his eyes and just drops down. And as he does, the ethereal hand swoops right over his head. Cad Warden, it is your turn now. I am going to do a second verse that is coincidentally the same as the first. Oh, weird. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Two shots with disadvantage. Uh, first one definitely misses. I'm out of inspiration, so there's no saving that one. And the second one I'm pretty sure hits. That's uh, 18? Yeah, there we go. Well, uh, I'm getting a, a retribution uh, turn yes, here. Yes, absolutely. Minimum damage. I rolled maximum on this one. Noise. Plus four plus three is 17 points of damage. 17. Damn. You know what that puts the damage at, guys? What? 69. <laughs> <laughs> that's the damage so you kill this monster because you did 69 points of damage no uh that's not how the game works anyway cad warden is able to slam his pickaxe into the wall and out of the the two spirals that come gleaming down the hall one of them smacks what is normally invisible and again a cloud of rubble comes absorbing around the shape and you can see it slightly that is the end of his turn if i'm not mistaken mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. it is now a mud boy i'm gonna shoot the arrow at it yeah. okay i'm not going to make you shoot at disadvantage because this cloud of rubble shows you generally where to shoot it is making okay. its way around the corner it just seems to be doing loops attacking all of you so you turn seeing the rubble kind of disappear around this shape what is your hit my first attack misses with a oh, no. 11 okay and the other one's an 11 as well oh. well so yeah it comes around this corner and you fire into the distance and you see the the rubble just kind of slough off in the corner that you shot and you shoot towards the other corner and you don't see anything else but it does pop up somewhere else that is the end of your turn snarky it is your turn you do you yeah i'll go for the trump again see if i can bite this motherfucker okay not good i rolled a six 
So yeah, as this thing goes swooping through you, Fern, and Mudboy, you swipe at what its shape would be, but it is just, it's non-corporeal, and you're not able to get a full grasp on it. I think you made uh, stones, or did you, you already threw them last time. I've, uh, yeah, I've used that up. Okay, so I'm assuming you're going to make more now then. Might as well, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, okay, so that was Snarky, it is Fern's turn now. And I don't have any idea where it's at right now. You know that it's doing a full lap every time, and that it's just basically shot through you and the handful that are next to you. You know basically it's to the north and it's heading to the east. Mm, You could pop around the corner and get a quote-unquote straight shot on it, but you may, if bad rolls are in your future, you may shoot your friend Cad Warden. For the most part, you'd actually be able to get a shot without disadvantage. Okay, yeah, I like the idea of getting line of sight because I have my sword readied and I want to get a better idea of where he's at before I charge in. Okay, you step forward five feet. And you can see the the rubble and dust from the hallway leading into your friend Cadworn, and you can see where whatever this wind specter is is bringing up some turmoil in the ground. Uh, what is your attack on this creature? Um, I want to lunge forward with a stab um, in the direction I think that it is. Okay. And so I rolled a hit. Yes, please. I got an eight total because I rolled two and then I have plus six hit for my long sword. That is sadly not good enough. Um, yeah. Would you like to use your inspiration or? Yeah, it's a great reminder. Yeah, I like this roll better. Um, <laughs> yeah, 21 total. Yeah, so you definitely hit this thing. So you pop around the corner and again, you see some of the ground debris floating up in a small whirlwind as this creature's shoulders and head kind of pokes through the ground and you bring your sword down on top of it. Uh, What is your damage? I think that I got 11 damage. Okie dokie. Sounds about right. Okie dokie. After Fern, it is a Giyu. You have your Karibo basically just above where Fern attacked this thing. You are just around the corner of where it is most likely going to be coming. So you can either prepare to attack it as it swoops around, or you can use your Karibo to blast it from where it's at. Two shots. First shot with a 16, second shot with a 13. Uh, 13 does not hit, but the 16 does. What do you got for damage? Okie dokie. You guys are whittling this thing down. That is some good shit. So yeah, it comes swooping around the corner. As it does, you use your Karibo to blast it two more times. One just shoots just over the top of this ghostly form. As the other one comes in and slams it right in what would be the back of this dust-covered silhouette. But it still comes swooping past you in a quick whisper. And it goes... As it just slices past your Garibo. And it is just in between you and Cad Warden. If I'm not mistaken, it is its turn. And again, it's going to swoop and swipe. It's going to slam twice one into cad warden one into giyu the one for cad warden is oh and only an eight the one for giyu is a 20 20 to hit um so yeah 20 to hit what's your your magical hat situation it hit another duplicate 
I have one left. Damn, you are lucky. So yeah, it comes swooping around in another full circle after being hit by everybody. And it swipes at Giyu again, or should I say one of his duplicates again. And it eviscerates that duplicate as it comes swooping around, leading towards the backside of uh, Snarky Pippins. It is now Cad Warden's turn. Okay. I already have disadvantage, so it's the worst that can happen. You know what I'm gonna do, Dallas? I don't know what you're gonna I'm do. I'm gonna fucking out and blast him twice. Oh, okay. That was two, kind of expected. Two, two twelves for a nineteen to hit, and then Both the second one hit. is a the, the higher one is eight plus seven for fifteen. Fifteen also hits, so you get double whammies on this biz. Woo! Hey, it's another max ten seventeen plus. Oh, the second one had to be lower. Thirty-two points of damage. With his last hit, Cad Warden brings his axe down and it slams into the ground. He does the final blow to this ethereal form. How do you murder this guy with your couple of axe swipes? What well, Describe uh, the death of this ethereal beast that is made of wind and has been slapping the shit out of you and your friends. I just don't know quite where to aim. So, and I can see like it's, it's uh, body the is marble like sweeping up is, the rubble. Yeah. So I'm just like throwing shit in it until its body is so like overcrowded with debris that I just like bury it into the wall until it just like is just tiny little wisps that die out. Yes, and as you do, you see the spirit of this thing, the wind that created this thing, just lightly glide up through the rocks, and it seeps through the ceiling, and it is no more. Um, That is the end of this battle. So again, you guys have searched this room. You basically have found the sword that you guys were looking for and two more sarcophagi that had basically nothing in them. But Dallas. Yes. We actually want to call it here. That's yeah, kind of where here. I'm at. Let's decide to leave or search when we come back to it. I love you guys, we can... but we'll call it. <laughs> and I think this is a good the dragon spot. a little bit. We got the, the fucking sword. We the dragon was not my intent. Sword. I will throw that out there. We fucking whipped that thing and made it go away. Now I got a specialized dragon killing sword. This thing's fucking... I mean, it did hurt us a lot, so... <laughs> Yeah, really. With a single attack, you guys are definitely more like, holy shit, this dragon's strong. But also, you guys are like, maybe if we had a second, we could fuck this (sighs) thing up. Guys, I wonder if we like if we dressed up in super winter clothes, that damage might not hurt so bad. Well, that's a good question. You'd have to figure that out. No, that's not. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) I love you guys. Hell yeah! Thank you for the session, Dad. Yeah. Yes, it was wonderful.